What is up, guys? Welcome to episode number 108, uh, take two for those of you that are uh, watching at home, which are no one. Uh, but I almost made another mistake like I did before. But luckily I caught it a lot earlier than 20 minutes in. You would never make a mistake. Yeah, yeah, never. Uh, but uh, like always, we like to remind you guys who, uh, who sponsors the podcast. As always, we are sponsored by Century Mortgage. Uh, Crystal Lackey at Century Mortgage, I should say. Uh, I won't be joining the team this week in our game, though, because I will be attending a concert instead. Why? Um, I will be attending the NF concert, which is at the new venue, which I'm pretty excited to see, uh, Paris Town Hall, which is over in Germantown. You know what's interesting? I'll actually Or Butchertown, be, sorry. Butchertown, yeah. I'll be attending a concert, too. It's called the NO concert. New Orleans or something? No concert. That's a, that was probably like you've had a, like a decent amount of bad jokes, and that was probably at least top five. The streak continues, my friend. Yeah, that was that was top five. Some of the one of the worst jokes you've ever had. That one was for Century Mortgage, and you can check out Century Mortgage and Crystal Lackey at centurymortgage.com backslash capital C capital L A C K E Y, and I'm gonna guess her jokes are better than mine. Uh, probably, because she thinks that she's a better hitter than me, so that's a really good joke for one. Uh, but if you, don't want, if you don't have internet but you have a phone, you could call her. 502-615-0743. Uh, whichever one's easier for you. I mean, you could do that if you can't see, if you're blind and you just can call and hear. Yeah. Call her on the phone. Right. If you can call and hear, yeah. but you're blind, somebody else will have to dial for you. <laughs> so, uh, as always, Century Mortgage is an equal housing lender, MLS number 3925, Crystal Lackey, MLS number 1735979. I think she needs to shorten her NMLS number, by the way. Dude, no joke. Yeah. Somebody else the other day on the air had one like 2030, and it sounded so good. The guy was like, NMLS 2030? I was like, man, that's a great one. <laughs> You're over here giving out her Social Security number on her – and MLS number and sounding terrible. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, it does make me sound like I have a speech impediment when I say MLS number. MLS. Yeah. See, you you do it better. Maybe you should read that part. I don't know how many letters I just said. I think you're supposed to say four. I think that was two. <laughs> but yeah. we'll get into the intro. And I got another good one for you. I was hopefully everybody liked. Did you hear any feedback about 107? That was like six sentences combined down to one. No, I did not hear any feedback as far as 107. Goes. I think episode 107 might have been the greatest intro of all intros in the intro era. Maybe so. I was very happy with all the factual evidence in there, and I'm bringing more factual evidence today. You know what I love, dude? I love when people know that we're going to be recording at a certain time. Right. And then that's when they start texting me a thousand times because that's what Tony and John have now decided to do. I was going to say, you can't just not say it. Oh, I'm going to – you just had to let me get to my point. I can't wait for them to listen to it because they've now sent me about 15 text messages in a row, and I have my watch on. Which yeah. makes which is good because it makes sure that my, it makes sure that my phone doesn't vibrate to where you could hear it on here. Like mine does. Yeah, or I've never heard your phone vibrate. I've heard your phone go off when you forgot to put it on silent, but I've never heard your phone vibrate. It's because I never get any text messages or phone calls. I guess so. Yeah. Well, I, I'm excited to hear the feedback from them then on this episode. But episode 108, we'll go back in time as we usually do to 
the number eight. And the number eight is pretty cool because this is the only time I've ever done this, but it's the atomic number of oxygen. Now, why did I choose to do it on this one? Because that's how you breathe. Because oxygen is pretty daggone important. You're correct, my friend. So on to number two, you might know this. Most might know this. All spiders, and more generally, all arachnids, arachnids have eight legs. Now, orb weaver spiders of the cosmopolitan family, Arachnidae, have eight similar eyes as well, too. So I gave you one you knew, dropped a little bit of knowledge on you that you didn't know. Continuing on with the animal theme, the octopus and its rel relatives um, in genus Aragonata. It's probably not pronounced Aragonata. I don't, I don't think so. I don't know what that sounded like, but Aragonata sounds kind of cool. Sounds like a decent dish. Like, let me, yo, uh, let me get that Aragonata. Where did, what kind of dishes would that be? I'm thinking... Because I couldn't figure yeah. out what your accent was there. Well, I didn't do a good accent. That was just actually how I was trying to pronounce it. But I, I'm thinking like a uh, an Ethiopian dish or a... Uh, I'm thinking somewhere in Africa. Araganata. Right? Or no, maybe Jamaican. I, I don't yeah, know. That's why I asked you. I, I, don't I, I have no idea. But it, either way, it sounds like a good dish. And octopus and their relatives in Araganata have eight arms or tentacles. So many mostly historic computer architectures are 8-bit as well, too. You might have heard of some of these, one of them being the Nintendo Entertainment System or the SNES. Don't do this again. What? Don't do this again. It's not the SNES. You know it's not the SNES. That That's I, what it's... That I have gotten feedback about. People that think that you're just doing that just to do it. No, it's the SNES. It's not the SNES. If you were in the Cool Kids Club, a.k.a. you went to book fairs, you knew who Clifford the Dog was, you, you don't even Wishbone. know because that's not even his name. It's Clifford the Big Red Dog. Is he a dog? It's Clifford the Big Red Dog. You're giving a description of him. I'm telling you his name. Go ahead. Kay. Keep going. Soup SNES. Yes, SNES. And almost as good. Now, this is not an 8-bit, but the PS1 is the greatest video game system over N64. I just need to throw that, that in there. That one has also been... Uh, that one actually brought probably more feedback than anything you've ever said. Hopefully somebody to tears because they agree with me, but... There was absolutely 0% agreement with you. Well, let me ask you a question. When you're in agreement with somebody, do you give feedback? No. When you're in disagreement... Yes, because this is a hot-button topic. There's, well, there would be plenty of people that would back you up and say, absolutely, the PS1 is the best if it was an actual thing because of how I reacted. You know what the problem is? People who are around when the PS1 and N64 came out, are a lot of them are dead because they're so old at this point. What are you talking about? That We were the ones that grew up with that. Allegedly. No. I think there was a time machine, and I, I know you're not big into politics, but I hope you've seen the Trump time machine conspiracy theory? No, I okay. haven't. If you haven't, I'm just telling you, you need to look it up because it's probably one of the greatest things I've seen in the last 10 minutes. <laughs> but anyways, a figure eight knot, so named for its configuration, is kind of a stopper knot. So it, 
eight-figure knot, use it to stop people. I don't know why I'm telling you that, but just in case you're, you know. Like a Boy Scout or something? Dabbling in home invasion. Or a Boy Scout. Yeah, I think Boy Scout was what I was going to say. Shout out to all the Boy Scouts out there. Um, in liquid measurement, United States customary units, there are eight fluid ounces in a cup, eight pints in a gallon, and eight tablespoonfuls in a gill. Now, my personal favorite is the last one, tablespoonfuls in a gill. I have no clue what a gill is. I, I was getting ready to say the same thing. I have no idea what a gill is. Never heard of it in my life and dropping knowledge on all the people out there. Um, there are eight furlongs in a mile, so all you horse racing connoisseurs will know this. Um, the number eight is to be a considered a lucky number in Chinese and other Asian cultures. Shout out to all our Chinese and Asian listeners. Shout out to them. Who I love so much and are very dear and near, close to my heart. As Same. you can tell in every episode, I give information about their culture. But eight is considered a lucky number in Chinese culture because it sounds like the word meaning to generate wealth. I can stand behind that. You know what I'm saying? I would love to have a lucky number that sounded like generating wealth. Money isn't everything, man. It's just 90% of it. But the other 10% is, yeah, whatever you want it to be. Property with the number eight may be valued greatly by Asians as well, too. For example, a Hong Kong number plate with the number eight was sold for $640,000. That's a lot of quiche. Cash rules everything around me. Cream, get the money. And also, the opening ceremony of the Summer Olympics in Beijing started at 8 seconds and 8 minutes past 8 p.m. local time on the 8th of August, 2008. Now, that was clearly intentional. You know what I mean? I would say so. Yeah. Eight maids of milking. You ever heard of that before? I have. It's a song, right? It's it, a part of a song. It's the gift on the eighth day of the Christmas carol, the 12 days of Christmas. And do you know why that's so important? You say eight maids of milking? Eight maids of milking is what I said. No idea why that's important. Because I'm back on the cream, bro. And without eight maids of milking, I would not be able to be back on the cream. I don't want to hear anything about you being back on any type of cream until you try the type of ice cream that I told you to try. Are you getting off the cream? No, I'm just saying I don't want to hear anything about you being back on it or anything until you actually try it. Well, let me give you a little bit of a review then. No. The pumpkin pie. I told you I don't want to hear anything about it until you try the kind that I've told you because you skipped over mine and went to freaking pumpkin pie ice cream. It suckered me in. I don't care. I've told you, I've broken it down to you and even told you that this is the goat ice cream. Yeah. And I want you to come on here and debate me about it once you try it. Well, it can't be the goat ice cream because I've never tried it. It's the goat ice cream to myself. Yeah. So when you try it, I want you to come on here and either debate me or be like, you know what, Brandon, you're right. That ice cream is uh, unreal. There's zero chance that you'll be correct because the cookies and cream will forever be up there. The butter pecan will forever be up there. And I know it's controversial, but the pumpkin pie has been moving up that ladder. Tick, 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 bro. First of all, I bought the homemade ice cream again because I saw the pumpkin pie in there. And I went, you know what? Well, we've already settled that homemade ice cream is the best ice cream brand there is out there. We've well, already settled that. 
as far as locally, I like homemade. I'll give you credit. You turned me on to homemade. Homemade has hindered my cream addiction heavily because it's heavy cream. You see what I did there? I'm just ready for the for the next part of this intro. You want to taste a little bit of that pumpkin pie. Trust me. I really don't. No. You, it is well worth it. And uh, you can get it at Meyer. Don't no, care. No longer on sale for $3.99. That's don't. when I'll buy some cherry cordial. That's... I mean, that's your loss, not mine. If so. I'm still on the cream, homemade ice cream goes on sale, I'll buy some cherry cordial. That's what you told me last time. And then you stopped eating ice cream. And then once you got back to eating ice cream, you just skipped right over the one that was the best kind. The cream turns people into bad people sometimes. And I'm one of them. And I have, for the last 13 days, had cream at least once every day. You know what I'm saying? So I can't be creaming that much. There's like a limit to how many creams per day you can do. Currently, I'm at one. I am thinking that I need to start a new creamery, but cream is not a bad option for you. It's just not a good option for you. On to the next one, since you've made me angered at this point. The 8-track cartridge is a musical recording format that you might have heard of as well, too. Is this an old joke? Yeah. Okay. Um, you will like this one. I, I can already tell you're an Avril Lavigne fan. I've dabbled in some Avril before. I knew it. I think it was the hairdo that gave it away. But any Avril Lavigne true fan and connoisseur would know that she has a song called Skater Boy. But it's not Skater Boy in the typical format. It's I know this one. Skater Boy. Yeah. Like the number eight. I, I just think that that's funny that you worked that into your intro. It almost was a power move, but I had to bring it into the intro. Shout out to Avril Lavigne. What's she up to these days? You ever no talk, one knows. You ever talk Avril Lavigne doesn't even know. Why? Because she felt the face of the earth. I bet she's still doing something. No idea. Couldn't come, tell you. Come on the podcast, Avril. Do yeah. you think her real name was Avril? I don't know. I'm about to Google it right now, though. That's an interesting name. Uh, do you know anybody else named Avril? I don't know one person named Avril. Right. Well, uh, if that's her name, then that's her. you know one, right? No, I don't know her. Well, maybe I can Avril introduce you to her. Avril Ramona Levine. I probably go by Ramona. Wow, she's only four years older than me. Fifty-two. She's thirty-four years old. Or she? What is today? Oh, Today's happy, her happy birthday? early birthday to Avril Levine, September twenty-seventh. Oh, man, man, that was almost legit, dude. That was almost like. This is supposed to happen. If I was Irish, I'd say the look of the Irish, but I'm she not. Is, she is 34 years old. She'll be 35 in two days. You better get her before she hits that 35 and goes on AARP. I wonder who she's with now. She used to be with the guy from Sum 41. Yeah, that didn't. Come on. We all knew that wasn't going to be long term. You what do you mean? You think she was too, too hot for him? No, I don't even know who you're talking about. But when you get the type <laughs> of music... That Avril Lavigne. They were both punk rock uh, group. No, Avril Lavigne was way you had, legit. You had to have known who Sum 41 was, dude. Sum 41 was huge when we were in middle school. Yeah, I've heard of them. But I couldn't tell you a song that they sang. I bet if I played one, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I know this song. Yeah, I'd agree. That's what I was saying. I, I know who they are, but I don't know who they are. Okay. Um, eight is the eighth song on the album by one of your critically acclaimed favorite 
singers, I think she's a singer-songwriter, Billie Eilish. You're the one who told me about her. No, Michael was the one who talked about her. But you told me about her. No, I don't, because I don't know any of her music. You, Somebody was saying, "You don't know. We all fall asleep. Where do we go? No. Come on." Have no, I have no idea. If you may play me a song, be like, "Oh yeah, I've heard that before." I've never listened to her songs. Like I've never looked her up and listened to it. Me neither. But that sounded like I did, didn't it? Like that was no. Legit. It absolutely sounded like you had no idea what you were talking about with her. To be hundred <laughs> percent honest, like I saw through it completely. Fine. Then shout out to Billie Eilish because I saw her on sneaker shopping and she bought some sneakers and that was kind of cool. But she doesn't seem like she's that she's cool. She's very like zombieish. Yeah, yeah. I would say zombieish is not. She's very like semi emo gothic. But like the way Michael was explaining it to us, man, it's like she wasn't like that like a year ago. Yeah, I think he did say that. Oh, well, I guess maybe she's just now being herself. I the money made her emo gothic. Is that what you're saying? Because if that's the case, I'm willing to turn emo gothic. I mean, who knows? I wonder what her net worth is. Oh, it's probably up there. You going to take a guess while you're looking at your next thing net, on there? Net worth, I'm going to say currently $13.7 million. But... Thirteen point seven million is your guess? Yeah. Look, I, I haven't looked it up yet. Yeah. What's your I'm guess? Gonna, I'm gonna guess uh four point three. Under. You're taking the under. Yeah, I mean she you gotta think she's only been big for like a year. Oh, I didn't even know that. Oh, like right in the middle of both of, or no, actually I was closer. Seven point nine. Nope, six million. Roughly six million is what it says. It's a, estimated to be roughly six million. You can't just drop you know, a full million. Right there, dude. No, no I believe. It says roughly. They're not going to give the, you can't give the exact amount by the cents. I'd like to talk to her accountant, please. Bro. What? This is weird. Does that count? No, this is weird, dude. What? Look at her birthday. Oh, man. That's my birthday. But you weren't born in 2001. No, but we had the same birthday. Wait, she's, she's very young. You didn't realize she was only she was that young. I that, don't know who she, I just saw her on sneaker shopping. That I did know that she was very young. Which shout out to my Game of Thrones sneakers I'm wearing this evening. You're a big Game of Thrones oh, fan. I hate Game of Thrones. Yeah. These are decent though, right? No. You gotta say you don't like Adidas and you hate Game of Thrones. What's funny because look at my look what kind of shirt I'm wearing. Are my socks green from being faded in the wash? Is that what has happened? I have no idea. Okay. Because clearly, why, do, why does the bottom of Adidas shoes look like styrofoam? They it are. looks like that cooler you brought to the tailgate. You didn't know what Ultra Boost is. I don't like Adidas. I thought we've gone through this if a thousand times. If you wore times. these one time, you would. I would no. I would never admit it. I have two pairs of these, and I'm not a big Adidas guy. I wore one of them to go see Ja Morant with a bunch of our buddies mm -hmm. at Eastern Kentucky, and had a blast. And haven't worn them since, and then decided to crack these bad boys out today for the first time. And I'm very, I think they actually, I just saw uh, over in the in the St. Matthews Mall, they had these on sale for $109.99. And let me just tell I wouldn't you, pay $10 for those. Well, regular retail was upwards of $210. Wouldn't, so. I wouldn't pay a 10 Yeah, I get it. You're a big Game of Thrones fan. You don't have to tell everybody. But number eight is also a little cult classic by the name of Eight Mile, 2002 movie. You remind me of Cheddar Bob. Directed by Curtis Hansen. That's what I remind you of, Curtis Hansen. You remind me of Cheddar Bob. No. You remind me of. No, I don't. Yes. I'm definitely, um, oh, what's the chubbier funny dude? Cheddar Bob. 
No, Cheddar Bob is clearly not the chubby or funny dude. Cheddar Bob's the one that shoots himself in the wiener. Ouch. He did. He's Plaxico burst himself. I didn't know it was his private area, but I knew he yeah. shot himself. You don't remember in the in the end of Eight Mile? He said, yeah, Cheddar Bob did. Oh. Yeah, remember that? Uh, no, yeah. I didn't remember the exact details. I just remembered it happened. I didn't know where, when, why, how. But Plaxico Bob, baby. <laughs> shout out to Plaxico Bob. Um, also... I wanted to give a shout out to a little known movie, R.I.P. Mr. Paul Walker. Do you know the movie? You think I'm going to say Too Fast, Too Furious, but no. you're wrong because there's no number eight in there. Zach Coleman once told me that this was the greatest Disney movie of all time. I'm guessing it's like Snow Dogs or something? Eight Below, which is essentially about Snow Dogs. Yeah. No, it's not, it's not the best Disney movie ever. I think he was under the influence of other people that evening, and they coerced him into saying that. I don't care. Dude, Have you, you can, seen Snow Dogs? Snow, that's the one with Cuba Gang Jr. Yeah. Snow Dogs is. Yeah. Yeah, that movie's terrible as well. Okay, well, Eight Below is way better than Snow Dogs. Eight Below is just a remake of Iron Will. Yeah, that's probably true. The Iditarod. Do you remember Iron Will? No, but I remember the Iditarod. I don't know what that is. That's the race they were running in. Oh. I only watched it once, and I believe it was with Zach. Iron Will? No, Eight Below. Oh. Iron Will was like... Yeah, that sounds like a movie you two would cuddle up on the couch, get you a nice little hot chocolate. No. That, put some marshmallows no, dude, in there. That, <laughs> that, man, I do miss that basement, man. Because remember how cold it used to get down there? I was just over there the other day. Yeah? Yeah. Watching some NFL? No, they're, uh, they're uh, renovating it. I don't think they have any TVs in there yeah. that you can watch. See, that's what I miss is about 10 of us farting and eating pizza watching oh. NFL all day. There was some great conversations in there. There was some classic arguments in there. There was a lot of fun times to be had. And there was then, a lot of fried foods in there too yeah. that were bought and made. Not only fried food, pretty much any food whatsoever. We were, we, I remember a couple of times we did spaghetti that we made like huge amounts of spaghetti. I did cheese steaks. I spent $79 on cheese steaks there one day making them. A lot of money. <laughs> I just remember when you brought over all types of cheeses, and we, when we fried about eight or nine different types of cheeses. Perfected the art of cheese frying. I also perfected the uh, art of uh, deep fried Oreos. You also perfected the art of not cleaning the deep fryer after that. I did do that, yeah. But guilty as charged. Luckily, those are not crazy expensive, and I just bought like two more. <laughs> Actually, I have one unopened at my house right now. <laughs> yeah, just in case I ever need it. Yeah, weird flex, but no, okay. You, you never know when you might need a deep fryer. Cause <laughs> I want to try one of those air fryers. Yeah, I've heard good things. I just hear it dries out food, but it's much healthier for you. So it's like you take the good with the bad. They're pretty expensive too, though, aren't they? I have seen some, but I think prices have gone down now because they're so readily available. But, yeah, you'll have to check into it because I'm no air frying connoisseur. Um, but there's also same era – as eight mile there's a little known cult classic with david arquette in there eight-legged freaks written and directed by elroy hubbard elcom the hateful eight is a 2015 american western film by your boy quentin tarantino which i am a big quentin tarantino fan same he's got some interesting movies i actually have never seen that though 
I haven't either, but I've heard very good things about it. Really? Mm -hmm. I wanted to see it, and then, you know, he just brought a new one out. Those yeah, are the um, Something in Hollywood. Yeah. Those are the two that I need to see, but I own, I think I own the rest of them, actually. Um, and there, there's some good ones in there. And then your personal favorite, I saved the last one, or the best one for last for you, but a little-known TV show by the name of Kate Plus Eight. Well, you butchered that name. What? It's John and Kate Plus Eight. No, see, this is what I did. I set you up. It's formerly John and Eight, or John and Kate Plus Eight. Currently, Kate Plus Eight, because you know why? Because they got divorced a long time ago. Because you can't live. Did they have eight kids? Like at yeah. once? That was, no, she was not, at, not at once. Oh, do you not know the Octomom? I do. I, I don't. Again, I don't know these people personally. Oh, don't lie. I know them uh, professionally. I guess you would say. Right. Yeah. Right. Because you're a big Teen Mom fan. These. I was. I, that, I'm not afraid to admit that I was. I haven't watched it in probably four or five years, at you, least. You know what I've been watching recently? What's that? The Challenge. Do you know what the Challenge is? That's the uh, that's the Road Rules and Real World thing. I think so, but I don't even know who the people are. It's just juicy, dude. Yeah, I. The only people is Theo Vaughn still on there? No, I don't care. Some guy named Wes, I recognize him. I, I know that dude. Uh, what's they call him? Bananas. Johnny Bananas. Yeah, they call that dude's on there. Uh, that was that, my next one. Yeah. Is that wrestler still on there? See the, the Miz, Miz. No. Yeah, is he still but on? CT is, is on Tech there. Is Tech on there? No. Nah, I don't care then. There's, I named all the people I cared about. It's Team USA versus Team Georgia, and let me just tell you, there's a lot of beautiful Georgia's young ladies in the USA. I'm oh, sorry. I, this is what happened to me. It's Team USA versus Team UK, but there's a girl by the name of Georgia who I was just confused by her beauty there for a second. She is on Team UK. She's the one who I've got my money on to win the whole thing. And if she does and she needs to be somebody's sugar mama, then I would happily allow her to be my sugar mama. <laughs> you, you know who you need to talk to about this show? About being my sugar mama? No, about this show. Why? Do you know who you need to talk to? No. DJ. DJ watches the challenge? DJ is obsessed with the challenge. I could text DJ right now and be like, hey, man, did you see the most recent episode of the challenge? And he would break down every part of it and be like, oh, dude, I didn't know you watched it. Yeah, it's good. So, Underrated. That's what I was saying. They're, um, that show's entertaining for a little bit. Like, if you got a commercial on your whatever you're watching, flip it over there. It'll keep your attention for a little bit. No, you record it, dude. I, don't watch, I couldn't watch the whole thing because it is too much drama. I feel like a lot of it's staged. I actually don't think it is staged because it's very genuine, and I think it's all about playing the game. There's like a million dollars on the line. I, I mean, I played dirty. Plus, as there's they call a lot it. of cringeworthy stuff on there, like when they do have the chance of splitting the money or doing something, and then they don't, and they just take it all. The ones I, I mean, I, like it makes me want to throw up. I haven't. I've only watched. It's, I think it's the War of the Worlds 2 is what it's called. So I'm assuming there was a War of the Worlds 1. I'm also assuming all these people have been on episodes before who I don't know. Like I said, I literally knew C.T., Wes, and Johnny Bananas. So that tells you how long it's been since I've watched any of it. But all, all of the episodes that I've seen have been pretty good. They're legitimate challenges. There are people throwing challenges, which is intriguing to me. There are also – so what happens is if your team wins – you get to nominate one person to be the spokesperson, and then they get to nominate two people to be spokespeople with them. They go into what they call this tribunal, 
and the other team nominates one player to go into like the execution or whatever. It's the elimination challenge. Yeah. So the three people who are on the opposite team watch this take place, and then they talk to the individual who got chosen to go into the elimination, and they determine who they're going to send into the elimination with them. Now, you're a logical individual. The logical way is if you're Team USA versus Team UK. For example, Team UK lost. Team UK sent a member into the elimination because they have to. Team USA is the spokespeople, and Team USA voted Wes into the elimination, who is a Team USA member. Yeah, you do that because you want to get a strong personality so you can win the money. Crazy, but there was, so they were playing the numbers game based on votes, but yeah, it was very, to me, I was like, no way, you really just did that. So the whole landscape of the game has changed. Now's a great time to watch it. That's my sales pitch to you. But back to what originated that conversation, Brandon and Kate plus eight. Um, there's also a little known, little known fact about Macbeth. You, ever, you know what Macbeth is? It's a book. Well, some would say it's a book. Some would say it's a novel, but yeah, to each their own. Uh, eight apparitions appear in Act 4, Scene 1. And this guy, I think his name was Shakespeare. Uh, oh, Bill? Yeah, uh, he, he, he wrote that book. Bill Shakespeare. Billy Boy. Um, there's also a little game that is entertaining to people in the sports world called Eight Ball Pool. It's also a video game in which I used to probably regularly beat you in. We never played. I would definitely beat you in it. I actually just got back into it probably about four months ago. No, five months ago. Probably longer than that. It was probably actually February. But fell off the bandwagon about two months after because it gets really boring really quickly. Yes, it does. Zach Coleman almost broke a phone because he said it cheated, which was hilarious, but not funny for his phone. Um, there's also a game called chess. You might have heard chess, but in chess, each side has eight pawns. You might have heard of pawns. I don't know if you know pawns. Pawns are in chess. You see what I'm doing here? And the board is made of 64 squares, and they're arranged in an 8 by 8 lattice. It's important. You never played chess, did you? Yeah, I've played chess a lot of times. I would definitely beat you in chess, too. But no, that's fine. anyways, you're jealous of my chess skills, bro. The eight queens puzzle is a fun challenge for anybody who hasn't played um, that challenge. But you arrange eight queens on the board so that none of them can capture each other. Now, you know the rules and regulations of what a queen yeah. can do. queen can pretty much move wherever it wants. Whichever direction it wants, as many spaces as it wants. Essentially. So you got to get eight of them on there, and they can't run over each other. But the only way you can do that is to get a pawn to the other, to the other side, correctly? correct? Get it to the, all the way to the other side? Well, you, it's, you, you're only putting queens on there. So no, no pawns, no anything else. you got eight queens. You put them on the board. They can't. None of them can knock each other off. It's actually a lot more difficult than what you're thinking in your head. No, I'm just saying, why would you do that? Why wouldn't you just play Because it's a challenge. Why wouldn't you just play regular chess? Well, this is individual chess. It's like a puzzle more than actual chess. But there is also a fun card game by the name of Crazy Eights. I'm also an illustrious Crazy Eights player. Um, each successive player must play a card. Same suit. Crazy Eights is essentially just playing cards uno. But without having to say anything. Pretty much, yeah. 
If, if you play in eight, you get to call any suit. The object is to get rid of all the cards. So, yeah, it is. It's essentially Uno without having to say Uno. Poor man's Uno, and it's no pick fours, no whatever the other things in yeah. Uno are. They've probably added 50 million. And then last but not least, I wanted to leave you with your probably actual favorite. College World Series in baseball, the final phase of the NCAA Division I tournament features eight teams. So North Carolina was almost there this year. Who was there? Auburn, not UofL. No, Louisville was there. That's why I said not UofL. Yeah, Louisville was there. Um, so on and so forth. Cal State Fullerton, Florida. Am I right on any of these other ones? Mississippi State. Mississippi State. Yeah. So on to your personal favorite. I'm going to do it again. We'll bring back the number game. Oh, so we'll do the same rules as last week. Same rules as last week. I'll read all the hints. You at home get to guess. Try to guess we'll the do both earliest that you can. And I'll write mine down, and then I'll answer after. So everybody at home who hasn't listened to it recently, I'm going to give you hints about a player, and there will be one basketball player and one football player, and you are going to try to guess who they are, but the common element is both of these players were known for wearing number eight or wore number eight in their career at some point. I already got the basketball one. So I could throw you a curveball. I'd like you to actually go ahead and guess who your basketball one is. If, yeah. No? No, because I, I think I'll know it off your first hint. Well, will you write it down so I can see it then so you don't ruin Because I think it's only one of two people. Well, there's a couple of them that I could have chosen from, but I did choose one of them that you will be able to guess from their hints. Currently, you're 17 for 17 on these. I think you're going to be able to make it 18. And that is incorrect. Come on, that, listen, how many of mine what, have I gone? You want to know what my other one was? No, I don't want to know. I'm not going to look. I'm going to go on to my questions. So, hint number one for gentleman number one. He was born in Chicago, Illinois. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> not Lower Marion, PA. I know it. Hint number two. He's actually been robbed at gunpoint twice. So the fact behind that is in July 2000, he and a former teammate were robbed outside a Southside Chicago restaurant. And then on July 9th, 2007, he and another individual were robbed at gunpoint by two offenders in his own house. Uh, those people made away with close to $200,000 worth of merchandise and his Mercedes. His car was later recovered, having been stripped of its expensive aftermarket wheels and stereo systems. The four men were charged in this robbery, and two of them were actually linked to the Eddie Curry robbery as well, too. Now, why I know that, I can't tell you on air. Past the statute of limitations, so that's all I got to say. So, been robbed twice, kind of intriguing to me. Hint number three. Between 1996 and 2009, he earned more than $108 million from NBA salaries, but he still had to file for bankruptcy in 2010. I'm going to be honest with you. This, I, I honestly knew it from your first hint. Yeah. And this was sure. my. Hey, there's like a million people who were born in Chicago, Illinois. But th here's the thing I knew your, I knew your number eight was going to be one of two people. Yeah. And, as soon as you said where he was born, I knew who it was. 
Well, you knew I wasn't going to say the first one. So on to the next hint. He is currently a sports analyst and broadcaster. He is a one-time NBA champion, three-time NBA All-Star, and an NBA rookie all-first team member, as well as an NCAA champion. Hint number five, he played for the likes of Miami, Minnesota, Dallas, Boston, and Atlanta in his NBA career. Did not know Atlanta. He actually did play in a G League, which was then known as the D League. That was just a couple years ago when he did that, right? 2012. Yeah, I thought it was, wasn't that long ago. It was in Idaho, probably not the best Because he was to trying play. to get money. Well, they don't pay that much, but. Yeah, but he was very desperate. <laughs> Can't blame him, yeah. Last hint for you, this should be the determining factor for anybody who doesn't know who this is currently. Hint number six, he played for Rick Pitino in college, so that limits your options right there. Think about where Rick Pitino has been. But he also played for Rick Pitino in the NBA. So Rick Pitino was his coach at multiple different levels. Who am I? Cake, baby. I, I thought it was going to be an easy one as well, too. But, but you didn't know I would know it from the very first hint, though. Yes, I did, because I told you I wasn't going to read your second name because I knew when you said, oh, it wasn't him. So you didn't even need the first hint. You just knew automatically because of number eight. On to the other illustrious individual who is very loathworthy. Loathworthy. I feel like I already know who this one's going to be, too, just because you're saying that. Well, you should. Hint number one. Born in West Covina, California. I think on this one there was only two options as well, too, by the way. Shout out to my boy Morton Anderson. You almost got the nod. Would you have been able to get Morton Anderson? Probably not. Okay. No, actually, there's zero chance I would have gotten Morton Anderson. You would have stumped me. I was going to go Morton Anderson, but I felt like that was too tough for the home team. We're going to have to step it up here soon, man, because I'm going to go 19 for 19. Well, I can definitely step it up if I need to. I just want to make it fun for the players at home as well, too. But anyways, hit number one, born in West Covina, California. Hit number two, he is also a former joint owner of the NASCAR Sprint Cup Series racing team, Hall of Fame Racing. That he is a partner with former NFL player, and he was the former part owner of the San Diego Padres. I actually didn't know the San Diego Padres part. I'm going to be honest with you. So far, I don't know who this is. Good. That's what I'm hoping for. Because that's what the first two hints are supposed to do to you. Hint number three. This might help you. He was featured in an episode of The Simpsons and also featured in videos honoring Billy Graham's 83rd and 93rd birthday. Now, I don't think the the hint of the uh, Simpsons will help you that much. I know you're a Billy Graham fan. Do you know who Billy Graham is? Yeah, very okay. famous preacher. Good. I just want to make sure. I just I'm trying to I'm I'm racking my brain over here, man. Simpsons. Try to think he was never in the Simpsons. watched the full episode of the Simpsons. I don't think. Really? Maybe one. Wow, that's that's surprising to me because last time we had one that was South Park and the Simpsons. I think. Yeah, but I knew the I've watched a lot of South Park. Yeah, that's true. Um, but going along with those hints, he was actually offered to be on Dancing with the Stars, but he turned down the offer. So I can't, he, you know, you, you were low on the totem pole. That kind of bumped you up a little bit to me. 
If you turn down the old Dancing with the Stars offer props to you, hint number five, or excuse me, hint number four, I'm skipping one. He was formerly the official spokesman for Wingstop. For Wingstop? Wingstop. Former spokesman. Hint number five. Now, this is where they actually get a little bit juicy. You got is this some, the last one? No. Okay. I actually have eight on this one. Because right. I wanted to do eight on the first guy. I just knew what you were saying. There was only so many options. Hint number five on gentleman number two. He played 12 consecutive seasons as the starting quarterback for this NFL team. This amount of seasons was the greatest number of seasons by any quarterback in that franchise's history. So started at quarterback 12 seasons in a row. He's the longest tenured starting quarterback for this franchise. That will help you out substantially. Hint number six. This one was actually supposed to be before that, but it's also a fun one. He is married to high-end, currently married. He's married to high-end fashion retailer Catherine Moody, who, little known fact, is the ex-wife of Jerry Jones's nephew. <laughs> so, shout out to Jerry Jones. <laughs> Hit number seven. The New York Mets offered him a contract straight out of high school, but he instead attended Oklahoma to play football. Now, he broke his ankle there, and his team switched offenses under a very illustrious head coach, and their team went to the national championship that year without him. He then transferred to UCLA. So Oklahoma started his career, transferred to UCLA, went to UCLA because of the passing style of offense they had there. Hint number eight, final hint for this gentleman. He is a three-time Super Bowl champion. He is a one-time Super Bowl MVP. He is a six-time Pro Bowler, and his jersey is retired at UCLA. Now, the funny thing is, his jersey is not retired, to the best of my knowledge, at his NFL team which I think is hilarious because the last time I saw he was ranked 95th on the greatest NFL players of all time. Who am I? This one's pretty tough. I haven't written anything down if you haven't noticed. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. When you think of NFL players and you think of the number eight, to me there was only two real options that you had. No, oh. there's, there's one right now showing out. No, well, there I did almost go Matt Moore, yeah. Matt Schaub. I was talking about Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson I actually did, but I knew you would get that even yeah. easier than what I expected you to get this one. Who's the first one? Drop some knowledge on the people. Well, the first one, he played for um, – he's out of Chicago. He was actually one of the highest recruits that year that he went to Kentucky. Um, he was actually he was actually part of the, the best team of all time in college basketball history, in my opinion. The, yes, that the, is your The 95-96 Kentucky Wildcats. Um I've said that on on podcast before, and you, you called me crazy before. Yes, uh, but they are still, in my opinion, the best team to uh, ever play in college basketball. Uh, that is Antoine Walker. Antoine Walker is correct. Employee number eight. Yes, he was also on the cover of NBA Live '99. Uh, that is correct as well too. When he was at Boston, Boston. Had, that, was... had that game on Nintendo 64. Played countless amounts of hours, 
of three-point shootout. Yeah. Lots. Poor game. Better on the PS1. So, the second one. This one's really tough for me, man. I, and it, I feel like it probably shouldn't be. That's correct. But um, War the number eight. He's obviously a quarterback. Born in California and then moved to Oklahoma. Yeah. And then transferred to you back to UCLA. All right. I'm going to give you one more. No, I don't want any more hints. That's okay. cheating. Well, it is cheating, but I don't you, want, you clearly I, I should it. know this. He has three Super Bowls is what you said? Three Super Bowls, one Super, Super Bowl, Bowl MVP. MVP. So you got to think he probably wasn't the best player on his team. There could have potentially been other good players on that team. Two of them that are noteworthy. But I think actually the one who got the MVP the other two times was the same individual. Man, this is tough. And I, I know if I say I don't know and then you tell me, I'm going to be really, really mad at myself because I'm like, how did you not know that? I think that's going to be the case because he's a very noteworthy number eight. Are you positive you don't? Oh, I got it. I got it. I well, just thought about this. It only took you he had long way enough. more than just two players on his team, too. By the way, no, but who were potential MVPs of a Super Bowl? Yeah, he had at least another one. No, yeah, Mike Irvin was never an MVP. No, Emmitt Smith and Deion Sanders. And here's the thing: I think here's where people may kill me. I think Emmitt Smith's very overrated. Well, they might be angered by that. I, can I, see I don't that. really care. I think he's very overrated. Yeah. They didn't have as good but the as the line is Troy as Aikman. has right now. The answer is Troy Aikman. I don't know why it took me so long to get that. but I was going to give you a Joe Buck hint, and then the other one I was going to hint wise. By the way, why do people hate Joe Buck so much? Who does? There's a lot of people that hate Joe Buck. Are they one of them, be, One of them being Greg. Greg hates Joe Buck. Well, I'm going to go back to my comment. Are they intelligent? <laughs> That's, I, here's the thing. I think Joe Buck's got one of the best voices in all of sports. Yeah, no. typically when you hate somebody like that, you hate them for, like, their opinions more than anything else. And I don't feel like Joe Buck makes controversial opinions. He doesn't give opinions. Yeah, he, he interviews He's the play-by-play well play guy, and Aikman's the color guy. Right. So, I mean, he doesn't give opinions. Did you know Aikman had done a bunch of Super Bowls? I didn't realize how many Super Bowls he had done. No, I didn't know that. He also was eminate, or nominated, not eminated. <laughs> for an Emmy. Or Grammy, I think. Nice. Or, or maybe – well, I, you know, I don't know the differences between the Emmy and a Grammy, but it was one of those two. One of those. Yeah. So, yeah, sorry it took me so long to get that one. I don't know. I just had a mental block, I guess. Yeah, apology accepted because I was really – Well, no, that's good for, for you, him. man, that it took me so long. No, because that means my hints weren't that good because No, that, that just means that they were – here's the thing. You shouldn't try to make it easy for me. Yeah. You should try to stump me every time. Well, I – wasn't trying to make it easy for you. I just assumed that my my two number eights in football were Steve Young and Troy Aikman. Yeah, see, I thought you were going to go with Steve Young. I literally couldn't think of – it's like I said, Morton Anderson was my third option. I, I could not find other options. I honestly thought you were going to go with Steve Young. Yeah. And even when you start – I don't know where Steve Young was born, but I felt like California could have been that. But then when yeah. you were saying – but when you said Oklahoma, I was like, well, it's definitely not him. And he also hasn't won three Super Bowls. But I love Steve Young. How many Super Bowls does he have? Two? Maybe one, two maybe. The Niners? I know at least yeah. one, right? I mean, I'm yeah. sure John will correct me because John's a big Niners fan. Right. I think or Matt Steve, Mullins. Steve Young's one of the uh, most underrated players in my opinion. 
where I just said that about Emmitt Smith, I think that Steve Young is very underrated, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't think he can be underrated because I think he's pretty highly praised. I, that's the thing, man. I don't think he really gets enough credit for what he is. Well, that would define underrated. For sure. But last week we, uh, we did Locks of the Week again, and I don't know if you got yours right, but I did not. And this is the second time that I've done a Lock of the Week for your team, and I did not get it correct. That's not my phone. That's, I didn't even hear it until you made that reaction. Uh, that's not my phone. I don't know what you're referencing. <laughs> so it probably wouldn't have been a big deal if you didn't say anything. My volume is actually all the way off, but yeah. somehow I was cleaning my phone, and it decided to play something as well, too. So See, it's why you get an iPhone, man. You don't got to clean it. Clearly, my media is still off. What's weird what? is I sent you a text today. Yes. And it sent it to you in iMessage, and I was like, he doesn't have an iPhone. Mm. Why? That's why I, I might have sent you a text twice today. You did? Yeah, that's why. But it was the same text. Yes, that's why. Right. All right, so last week I took North Carolina minus three over App State. I was sitting there watching the Louisville game, looked down at the score, and was like, sheesh. And unfortunately you couldn't watch the UNC versus App State game. Was it on ACC Network Extra? Yeah. What is that? Uh, you can. I didn't even know it was extra. I just it was ACC NX. Yeah, ACC. You could probably watch it on Watch ESPN. Yeah, that's probably true. But um, North Carolina did not cover. They lost by three. Actually, got a field goal blocked at the end of the game to tie it. Right. Yeah. 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 We don't want to talk about it. That's as far as I'm going into. But I didn't. I did not cover. Did you? Or did you get your lock of the week correct? Someone by the name of El Bejelta. Kato got theirs correct, picking the Carolina Panthers over the Arizona Cardinals. So that right. game was terrible. Well, it was a blowout. Yeah. No Cam Newton. He can no problem. He can probably stay on the sideline for a while if you're Coach Rivera. Yeah, they did look a lot better with their backup quarterback. Yeah. So this week, you want to go first or you want me to go first? I don't care. All right, you go first then. I'm bringing the heat out of the gate then. And I know what you're thinking. This dude is crazy because we got Ole Miss playing Alabama this week. And Alabama has A&M next week. Ole Miss is coming off a close game against Cal. Actually, potentially Ole Miss could have won because – That game was garbage. But it was still a close I'm game. I'm saying the fact that they didn't review that. Yeah. Was absolute garbage. They lost by eight. If they score that touchdown, if they get a two point conversion, boom, they're right back in that. So, very interesting to me that they didn't. More of the story Ole Miss is getting 37 and a half points. Sheesh. Yeah. So, we're going to take Ole Miss in that, and we're going to take the 37 and a half points. I'm surprised to hear you pick a college game. Yeah. There was actually a lot of them with high spreads. I felt like I was the Gonzaga of college football. Well, I tell you what, man. I'll take your high spread, and I'll also take a high spread. I was going to say, there's no way you can one-up it. But 37 and a half I'm going to go the other way. Some people score. I'm going to go the other way, bro. And I'm saying that this team is going to cover the big spread. Okay. Don't take Alabama. And that team just absolutely obliterated Michigan last week. Oh. Whiskey. Wisconsin. I'll, I looked at this one. The badges. Northwestern's going to cover. The badges favored by 24 and a half. Just beat Michigan by 21. Have beaten everybody else by 100. They're on their high of the high. And Northwestern they are, is due for a win. 
in covering this spread. They're covering. Wisconsin's going to cover, bro. Give me Wisconsin in the 24 and a half. I can't wait. Give me Wisconsin in the 24 and a half. Can't wait. Jonathan Taylor, best running back in college football. Okay, that's the one thing you said correct in that segment. No, I said that Wisconsin was playing Northwestern. All right, two things. All right. So, um, BJ didn't really get to watch any college football, so. I just said I watched that. No, I'm just saying, so he said that he wanted to lead this part. So, now we got to talk about the NFL because we always talk about the NFL after the week's over. Well, first of all, I mentioned that I did watch some college football. I just was unable to watch my college football game, which was very disappointed. I also had other things that were going on, which were not quite priorities. Look, you got to stop thinking that I'm attacking you with these things. I'm just stating what you tell me. I'm a very sensitive individual, and I would appreciate you not attacking me on air. I mean, off air, we can have this conversation, but... Please keep the chastising to a minimum. So what was your favorite game of the week? Well, clearly my favorite game of the week was Carolina covering over Arizona because I was extremely happy about that. But I would say there was a lot of games, like we mentioned, that had people stepping up. The Giants intrigued me coming back from 18 down. With Daniel Dave. Jones looked good, man. <laughs> well, I mean, the first half of the game he didn't so much. But yeah. After that, he got it going. Um, Detroit being Philadelphia was pretty disappointing. Not not a big fan of that. You all did what you all are supposed to do. Buffalo beating Cincinnati, not shocking to me, but somewhat surprising how good the Bills are looking this year, even though they didn't look that great. They're just, what, 3-0, and right? Yeah. Battle of undefeateds this week. Yeah. Yeah, We're in a barn, real barn burner there. I've, Hopefully we just do what we've done to everybody else this year. I think you all are getting six and a half. I saw nine on the card. Okay, it was either six and a half or seven and a half on ESPN today. And I considered taking you all covering that. But I realized that you took us last week. And so, therefore, I could not take you all this week because I know the ramifications of that. So, yeah. Good, good week in football. I had fun watching it. Did you have any? Yes. Uh, the Ravens Chiefs game was fantastic. Even though, yeah. even though I would rather the Ravens have won, uh, that was closer than what I expected. Twenty-eight thirty-three was not what I was expecting. You were expecting a blowout. I wouldn't say a blowout. It depends on what your definition of. I, I expected the Chiefs to put up more points, and I expected the Ravens to put up less points. The, the Ravens are good, man. They're not bad. Uh, Lamar's starting to settle in. Um, Him and Ingram are a pretty nasty one-two combo. I, th- I think he's a receiver, though, man. I know Hollywood Brown's nice yeah, and everything, but that guy's little. He needs I, a big target. I think this was Lamar's back-to-earth week where he didn't play as best as what he has, but putting up 28 points and keeping them in the game was still impressive. I just think Ingram was the main. I mean, what he did to some of those linemen, though. Did you see the one where he oh. made the lineman fall? No. You didn't see that? No. Or, or the touchdown he got to cut the lead to five? Yeah, I saw that. Whew. I didn't see where he made him fall. He, yeah, he made it. This was earlier in the game. So I was watching our game most of the time. Yeah. And flipping it over when it was a commercial. And uh, luckily our game was pretty much over. We took Brady out with like eight minutes left and then stood him through a pick six and we put Brady back in the game. <laughs> uh, but So they listened to you and then – they put him back in. Well, as soon as they took Brady out, I changed it to the Baltimore game. Yeah. And then John's like, did they put Brady back in? And I looked at the score, and I was like, stood him through a pick six. Are you kidding me? And 
I flip it back over, Brady's just handing the ball off. So uh, the Chiefs, so the Chiefs Ravens game I liked, and then I was glad to see uh, Teddy figure out what was so challenging last week and yep. play a lot better this week against a good defensive team yeah. too and get the W in Seattle. Um, it's just, I mean, it's it's great to see that he's back um, after what you thought could be a career-ending injury uh, a couple of years ago. Yeah, most people probably would have been. Yeah, um, it's I'm, I don't know. It's just great to see a guy that's one got a lot of talent and two is just seems like a great guy. It's always he's he's a tough guy to dislike. You forgot three U of L player, which is I mean, your you, number do one. You like, do you like Teddy Bridgewater? No. You don't like Teddy Bridgewater. I don't dislike him. But I'm saying, like, you, he's he's not a guy that you dislike because he does anything to dislike him. The credit I'll give him is I like Teddy Two Gloves because there was a golfer who used to be on the Big Break show called Tommy Two Gloves. So that is the correlating factor of why I cannot dislike him. That's not the only reason. What if he played for the Eagles? I'd hope he did great. Would you like him then? Take us to, if, if he won. <laughs> do I like Nick Foles? Yeah. Do I like Carson Wentz? It's up for debate right now. <laughs> the, that's yet to be determined. What about the Sunday night and Monday night game? Did you watch any of those? No. The, the Bears kind of righted the ship. That's the, the Bear, But who are they playing? The like, Bears here, here's the thing, the man. It's time to stop only talking about the Dolphins. We got to start talking about the Redskins as well. They are terrible. They look good week one. Weren't they on, aren't they on three? Yeah. But they played the Eagles week one, and they should have beat us. That's what I'm saying. They're terrible. Yeah, they're not looking so good. Defense isn't bad. What Offense was the Sunday night game? So I don't good. even remember. That was the Rams and uh I watched Browns. some of that one. Yeah. But I don't know, man. It just. So this is my take. 48 points was the over-under. Oh, you got the Rams and the Browns playing. I'm going to take the over. Okay, let's only score a couple of points in that game and make it the worst game to watch in the history of mankind. No, worst game to watch in the history of mankind in the NFL was the first game of the season, the Bears and Packers Thursday night game. That game was awful. I didn't hate it because I like Trubisky. He looked absolutely terrible. He wasn't looking good, yeah. He looked terrible in that yeah. game. He, he and they lost. Throws. Correct. Which – there's a good game in their division this week coming up. You've got the Bears and the Vikings. So I'm, I did, The Bears have lost me, man. They just haven't looked good all season. If they beat the Vikings, do they gain you back? Cause no, because the, the Vikings aren't good to me either. What you they don't do? think the Vikings are good? Or No, the Vikings did that to the Falcons week one is what it was. Yeah, the Vikings have looked good. I take that back. I, went, I mean, they lost to um, Green Bay, which it's not. Never mind, you lost my respect again. Green Bay's 3-0, and I think. They beat the Bears and the Vikings. Who else have they beaten? Um, Probably the Redskins. Miami. <laughs> Probably the Redskins. We play Green Bay. I can't really say much because our schedule's been absolutely terrible the first three yeah. games. So I Jets. can't really say. Yeah, Jets, Dolphins. Dolphins, and Steelers. No, literally two of the worst teams in the NFL. I mean, sorry to say it, but so are the Steelers. Yeah. Actually, I'm well, not saying. The, the Broncos is who the Packers beat. So he not, beat the Vikings, the Bears, and the Broncos. Yeah, the Broncos this week. Broncos are not very good. No. I feel like there's a lot of really bad teams in the NFL. 
Like, I, yeah. what's what's going on with the Steelers? I don't understand how they're that bad. They were I, that bad before he got hurt either. I think so I don't it's want to hear that. In a changing period, like I, what what do you what is to be expected of the 49ers for the rest of the season? Are they really decent? What is to be expected of the Buffalo Bills for the re- rest of the season? Are they really decent? Um, I think we kind of know. Seattle's ceiling, to be honest. I do like the addition of DK Metcalf there, but I don't think they're going to have what it takes. I think to you're win sleeping Super on the Bowl. biggest part of it, though. Bobby Wagner? No, the lineman. Yeah. Uh, what's his name from South Carolina? Number one pick, Javon Clowney. Yeah. They got, good, they good got him up. for what? Basically nothing, didn't they? Picks, I think. Yeah. Which are valuable, but still, I, I would have given them up. I, I'm just saying, to me, it's at an influx year. Steelers are downhill, not only because of their loss of Roethlisberger, Bell, and Brown, but they just don't look like they have the pieces to compete this year. Um, Bengals are obviously terrible. I think <laughs> Bengals can be considered in one of the you worst You hear that, teams. Tony? Uh, it's the truth. I think Tony would agree with me, unfortunately, because <laughs> the Eagles are in the conversation for a lower-tier team, but at least the Eagles have some signs of life. Yeah, I don't didn't you all win a game? Yeah. But I don't think the Bengals have much to Let's hope say, for no, besides the, A.J. Green coming back. And Ross has looked good. And Boyd, they've got probably maybe the best receiving core in the NFL when they're healthy. Ooh, huh? Ross, Boyd, and uh, A.J. Green, that's a nice little three-piece it combo It is, right but there. I like ours. And uh, isn't Eifert their tight end? Eifert, I've, you've never seen on a field for more than like two games. Yeah, I said if healthy. But that's a that. – Right, ifs and buts are cherry and nuts. Yeah, that's like saying, well, if Grant Hill never broke his ankle when he got to Orlando, him and T-Mac could have been the greatest duo of all time. Or Anthony Hardaway. Yeah. Who visited uh, Spire yesterday or two days ago. Really? With Richard. Yeah. Richard's had some pretty big visitors, man. He actually uh, said that we could have come to their practice tonight, but we got uh, priorities. Yeah. We should have podcasted from the practice. Yeah. People keep telling me we need to podcast from places. I'm like, I don't think you guys understand. Like, this is based off of sound. Right. And, like, it's not going to sound good if I'm out there. Like, people are like, come tailgate or come uh, podcast from my tailgate. I'm like. One person suggested Trixie's. I don't know what Trixie's is, but that's what they said. Is that is that where, is it like a big bowl of cereal? Buffet. All you can eat buffet. I don't know. Yeah. We should take a look at it. Well, I'll research it. I'll, I'll, I'll dabble. But, um, yeah, the Patriots play the Bills. Who you all have this week? We play the Packers. I think Thursday. So, short week at Lambeau. The spread actually was not very much. I want to say four and a half to six and a half. So, that's kind of one of those I'm clinging on to life. What's oh. going on with you all, man? Is it Charles' offensive line? Stephen A. Well? Smith came out and blamed Peterson for the slow start, which I'm not sure. I, I Somebody mentioned this to me this weekend, but we really haven't established our run game all year. Well, I, You really can't because you don't have an offensive line. It seems like every time I look up, Carson Wentz is getting sacked or hit again. Wentz is a guy who I feel like will always be under pressure because he moves around so much that if you're an offensive lineman, you hate protecting for him. But our running back – Sander, is it Saint Miles, Miles Sanders? Sanders yeah, yeah. I, I messed up his name this weekend. That's why I was rethinking it. But he's not been what I had hoped. So, so you think it's time to turn it over to Howard? No, I like Clement too. Um, 
Sproles obviously is a nice addition Sproles, back there. Yeah. the ageless wonder. Sproles is nice coming out of the backfield catching balls, but obviously he's not a downhill runner. So I, I still would have liked to have had a Jai back. I still don't fully understand what happened with all of that. Have a Jai, your downhill runner, your power back, your red zone back. Have Sproles receiving out of the backfield. Clement got hurt on a um, special teams play, so that was tough to watch. And then – you know, we've just had a lot of injuries. Alshon Jeffrey's been hurt. Deshaun Jackson's been hurt. Dallas Goddard, the guy who I mentioned earlier as a sleeper tight end pick, has been hurt. So, yeah. You know what we should do? Do you do you have your sleeper things written down? No, not with me. I I'm have to look, go back there and look and see what some of ours were. Some of yours are actually asleep. Well, some of yours are as well because Dallas Goddard hasn't played. Okay, he was out this week, and last week he got injured. But I think he'll be a good addition in the future. To to what? The IR? To my team. He'll play again. I guess. Yeah. Sterling Shepard had a big week. That was one of my sleepers. Shout out to Sterling Shepard. I don't even know where I wrote mine down at. I have mine in that shoebox at the house. Um, but I know I did have – uh, you're, you had Chris Carson. Chris Carson's been playing pretty well. Yep. I remember you having that one. Uh, Darren Waller hasn't been playing terrible. No, not terrible. He got me a few points. He's my starting tight end in my CBS league. I didn't have the running back for the 49ers, but I think he could be considered in that category. And Matt Breida? Uh, and the other one. Uh, Monster or something like that. Monster? Like the cheese? Yeah. But I picked him up. Yeah, Breida... I think people expected him to be decent. But the other one, I didn't project him as much. And his first two weeks, he was huge. And then last week, he did nothing. This is bothering me. I can't remember what episode we even did that in. Uh, 108 right now. I'm going to say 102. 102 to 10. Yeah, because Oh, well, I can't find it. So Well, you already named. I mean, we did three each, right? Yeah, I only named one of mine, though. I think I did Emmanuel Sanders, too. Emmanuel Sanders has been killing. No, you had him on the do not draft list. No, I did not, because I said Emmanuel Sanders was going to have another good okay, year. Okay, maybe I had him on the do not draft list. Yes, you list. did. Maybe. You can't recall because you don't have your notes. Hey, neither do you. Well, that's because I don't bring my former notes. They're I in, just leave them in the same thing. They're in a shoebox that if ever I need to tell you that you were wrong, I can go to my secret shoebox. I found the sheet that was episode 104. See, I said episode 102 to 104. But it doesn't have them. I don't have them written down on here. Yeah, because you stole all mine. No, I just forgot that, or I didn't know we were doing that. I gave you the greatest picks of all and told you to pick Emmanuel Sanders, and then you throw me under the bus. No, you said you wouldn't draft Emmanuel Sanders, and I said Emmanuel Sanders would do well. Marlon Mack's been doing pretty decent, too. He like, has for, uh, for the Colts. For my fantasy team. My best player that I've had. Yeah, they look so good far. too. What's going on with that? That's surprising. I don't know. Shouldn't have lost. We also the game we also lost. said that I, I I said and I think you agreed with it the T Y Hilton thing. Not that we both had T Y Hilton on our do not draft list because yeah. we said we didn't trust drafting any Colts. It's gonna hurt too losing him though. How long is he out for? I haven't seen, but I just think that's. I know he said that he was going to the locker room himself. If you take the lid off the defense, that's gonna open up that run game with Mac a lot more.
So they've had, yeah, they've had a uh, surprisingly good season. Yeah. Well, I mean, they haven't. The Titans, not a huge, tough team to play. It doesn't look like it's going to be too big of a deal. It says it looks like he's taking it day by day after ag- after aggregating quad injury. So, I mean, he'll probably be out for a little – I'd say probably a week or two at the most. injuries are not fun, though. No. I mean, that, that'll hinder his practice, which will hinder his game timing. I mean, he's obviously a veteran now at this point, but speed is his yes. number one thing. So, so um, two days ago, I guess it was, Kansas got their NOA, <laughs> which for those of you at home that don't know what that means. No, 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 no. No. No, 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 no. Notice no, of allegations. Notice of allegations. Oh. In like those notice Smith of allegations, happens? they received uh, a number of three level one uh, allegate or uh, three level one allegations in basketball. Allegedly. No, they they got these. No, that was an allegation. So they're alleging, which means allegedly. No, they got these. They didn't allegedly get these. They got these. Allegedly. Head coach responsibility charge against Bill Self. Ooh. Uh, paid Billy Preston $90,000. Paid Silvio D'Souza a little bit of quiche. And then they got the big one. They already knew the whole Silvio thing. That's why Silvio got banned two years and then got rescinded to one. Is he going to play for them this year? I would hope not. I think he might. That's a good piece right there. Out I would IMG. hope that they don't play him. I mean, are you serious? After all this came out, you're going to play him? Well, he already went through his trial. What are you talking about? They're bringing him up in this when they got their notice of allegations. Why would that's, you blame now? That's what brought Kansas into the forefront because that's – remember, he had to sit out last year. If they would have had him last year do you, and that team didn't have all the injuries to Azabuki. Um, so my question is still there. Why would you play him if you know that you're getting in trouble for if him? If the NCAA has cleared him to play – then you definitely play him. I would seriously doubt that they cleared him to play if he's being named in these allegations. It was a two-year suspension. He got suspended, which then got rescinded to a one-year, I think. so. That was the FBI that did that, though, right? Well, the FBI can't suspend him from NCAA play. So the NCAA is who suspended him. But it was, was the Cam Newton type thing. He never knew of any funds. They said the same thing with Brian Bowen. I, I mean, oh, they always I say that. The, that's what you will always say if you're a good but lawyer. But that's the, but that's the thing though. That's that's after Cam Newton got away with it, they then they then changed that rule where me, you can't say that. Let anymore. me ask you this: Do you know what the price of gold per ounce is currently? I don't. It's uh, last time I looked, it was three hundred plus dollars, right? Okay. So in one of those gold chains that you're wearing, you look like you're probably. $1,500 they're wearing around their neck. Now, how many college students do you know have $1,500 laying around? Now, even more so, Sylvia D'Souza or some of these other players who don't come from a family of wealthy money, where do you get a $1,500 chain? No idea. Just so you're proving my point even more. Why would you play him? If, I, I'm saying, to me, he already went through trial. He already has been cleared. If he's cleared, you play him. Now, could they have said you need to go somewhere else and be done? Yeah, but the NCAA wouldn't let him play for somewhere else. So if he's eligible, he's a good enough piece to where you want him to play on your team. I would like At to this have point, man, I don't know if anything's going to even – if they're going to do anything. See, Sheldon, see if you can get him a gold chain and we can set him up on the North Carolina roster. 
<laughs> I'm saying I don't – if I'm – what's Kansas – first off, Kansas has already come out and said we're standing behind Bill Self. Since the NOA came out? Yes. Okay. Also, the you mentioned uh, that earlier. I didn't know that the, was since the, the thing that uh, I was about to say was they got the big one, the lack of institutional control. Yeah, that's one you don't want. But that's, I, when you're reading your stuff, that's the one you don't want. I still think, and I, I have mentioned this. I think you need to stand behind your coach and you fight it to the death because we already saw what happened with U of L when they. I think I think I somewhat agree with you. Here's the thing. Well, we haven't seen the opposite side of that coin yet besides one team, which I don't remember who exactly they were, but somebody might have won a case against the NCAA. Yeah, you just don't know because your favorite team can't read. I don't remember. So they never read what happened. I don't know what you're talking about, but you can win against the NCAA. You can, yeah, because you just have to throw out this bogus thing that, oh, well, actual students went to it as well, so it – yeah, the fact that we cheated for 35 years and most of the players that came through here's degrees really don't matter because they can't read the words that are on them anyway. I still can't believe you all got away with that. Honesty is Julius the best Pepper's policy. GPA was less than one. Allegedly. No, it's not allegedly. It was a fact. No, with those paper classes, that helped him. That was that, That's what started the paper classes was the fact that his GPA was under one. Yeah, that's why you start paper classes. How do you have a GPA? That means you're literally not doing anything. One point in time, I myself had a class that was called Senior English, and potentially a teacher could have gone to my father and said that your son has a 0% in this class currently, and if he turns in every bit of the rest of his homework and finishes with 100% on the rest of every test, he still cannot graduate high school. Now, things change, my friend, and you write those ships and you get almost B pluses on some tests, and it all come changing for you. You know what I'm saying? So that's what North Carolina. So you're did. telling me that I'm doing a podcast with a regular Julius Peppers? No, English was not my specialty, though. I just I, I don't I still don't know how North Carolina beat that. It's a joke that they did. Well, you do know how because the documentation and evidence is all out there. So if you're Kansas. You better call them boys, have them lawyers come and help you out. They're not, Kansas ain't getting out of this. Kansas is getting, they're going to get shammed. They're not getting out of this. You just try to make it as. They're going to get hit hard. The punishment as I feel like the way they did Louisville with this stuff, which, again, I've spoken on the, on the past whenever we lost the banner and everything. I've spoken on that before. Yeah. They did what they thought was best. Not saying I agree or disagree, but I think they're going to make an example of Kansas. Because they know that if they do this to Kansas, I mean, the inventor of basketball was associated with this college. Yeah, Kansas is a blue blood of the sport. Yeah. I mean, it's it's going to hit home probably. NCAA State I don't think will be as meaningful. I do think LSU has charges coming their way. I do think Arizona has charges. Coming. I mean, I think all three of those teams, Yeah. like it's an open and shut case for all of them, especially LSU. Well, LSU's, LSU's coach was literally caught on on tape right. saying, I'm giving this guy money. But then can you use that tape? Is that tape usable? It's already been out there. But if it's not obtained? It doesn't matter. It, so the, what, what the FBI said or what that judge said yeah. was you can't obtain anything else. Whatever is already out there is already open market, so you can use that. No. If it was not obtained legally, for example, the Antonio Brown and John Gruden situation where – 
Antonio Brown recorded John Gruden, and in California you can't do that. If something of that nature occurred, which I don't know what could have, I'm just saying if something like that occurred, then that tape will be wiped from the record. And you as a person who is sitting on the board or whatever would not be able to take that into mind. But I don't think they would have been able to bring that out to the public media if oh. it wasn't able to be used against them. I think it would have came out to the public media. I don't know if it was used in the FBI. If it was used in the FBI thing, then it probably can be used in the NCAA. Excuse yeah. Me. Oh, my goodness. So, I don't know. I think Kansas is going to get hit hard. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know who else is going to get hit hard, but I feel like Kansas is going to get hit really hard. Yeah. I mean, you're looking at maybe a show cause for Bill Self for, you know, anywhere from one to ten years is what I'm hearing. See, that's the thing. The – punishments that you were seeing were a lot worse than what I was seeing. If there is a potential suspension, I mean, Bill Self is probably done if it's 10 years. He's not going to come back in 10 they years. They said anywhere from 1 to 10. They said 10 is very, very unlikely. Yeah. But, I mean, at this point, I mean, I could see a 3 or 4. 3 or 4 show calls? I don't know what it will be. Uh, that's why I say I have no clue. We don't have much of a precedent for all this. This is a new time and era. I mean, didn't um, – who was the guy who coached at Connecticut a couple years ago? Ollie? Yeah, didn't Ollie get two or three years show cause? And he didn't do anything near as bad as this. Yeah. So, I mean, you have to think that Bill Self is – Bill Self especially is going to get hammered. I mean, you see some of the texts that he was sending, like it's blatantly obvious that he was guilty. <laughs> I, you can't really go around that. I think we all kind of had our inclination as to how that would work, too. Especially with the Sylvia D'Souza thing. Man, they messed up doing that. That was dumb because everybody knew it right away. Now, if you ask me, now, Brandon, does this happen everywhere? Absolutely. It does. I wouldn't say 100% of everywhere, but I would say high percentages. Yeah, yes, you're, you're right. I, I don't think Beeline did it, surprisingly enough. Somebody who had a good team who did not do it, I think Beeline is one of those people. I think Izzo pro potentially does it. Izzo's a scumbag to me. Oh. I, that, there's no person that will convince me. Any, any, it, somebody, you know something that someone brought up, and I didn't really think about this, man? I, I think we spoke about it, that he's kind of overrated. No, I didn't say that. No, we spoke about it because you said those exact words. I didn't say Izzo you was said overrated. That, you said that you did not think he was overrated. That's correct. That's the side I'm on. I don't know, man. I one. I tell you what. Next episode, I'll have something. I'll have what because I don't remember exactly what it was, but I was like, "That's a pretty good point." No, sweet sixteen all day, every day. Congratulations! How many schools? How many blue bloods celebrate sweet sixteens? Michigan State is a blue blood because of Tom Izzo. Nah, I don't know. Who else do you know from there? Is that a serious question? Mateen Cleaves, Magic Johnson. Yeah, yeah, there you go, bud. Maybe one of the – actually, not maybe. It's the most watched college basketball game of all time. And you had Indiana State in there. Is Indiana State a blue blood? No, but everyone knows okay. Michigan State. thank you. Who won the game? Indiana State. Michigan State. See? So, Louisville played another game over the weekend. And uh, according to my uh, – what was the uh, prediction – they did not live up to my prediction. I thought they were going to there for a minute, though. No. First quarter was probably the uh, worst. They did cover, didn't they? No. What was the spread? Six. Oh. Yeah, six. Uh, the first quarter was the uh, worst 15 minutes of football I've seen Louisville play all season. A lot of the second quarter, too. 
No. Until that drive ending the second half, you all were down 21 to zero. 21 zero. Well, they scored all 21 points in the first quarter. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So the first quarter it was 21 nothing. I see what you're saying. I'm just saying. And then they didn't write the ship until that last score changed the momentum of the game entirely. So, uh, I'm. I don't care if anybody. I'm still not on the Malik uh, bandwagon to be the starter. I still think um, Pass should be the starter. I do. I, I mean, I heard you guys have two good quarterbacks coming in next year too. I think four Chubba, stars. Chubba Purdy and uh, T. I can't think of his last name. So Pass doesn't graduate though, right? Pass is a redshirt soft Richard Jr. Okay, so Pass Cunningham is, there, is a Richard sophomore. Pass ain't going pro. No. He, you got Cunningham who's there. Yeah. You got, what's his name, Gardner? Yeah. And then you got two. So you've got five four-star and up quarterbacks. No. Well, Gardner. Conley, Conley's not four stars. Oh, I thought Conley he was. Conley was three. Lee Cunningham was three. Pass was high four. Like, some places you could see him French five. Like, I was we got false we, information on the other two. But you know what I'm saying. You've got yeah, five we got, quarterbacks in the We mix. got him over. And to be fair, Chubba Purdy is four and T. I can't think of his last name. Is uh, three stars. So who transfers is my question. Because clearly uh, if Pass lost his job, Pass will transfer. Cunningham is going to most likely move to a different position. No. Why? Why? What is he? He's not going to play quarterback here. If he couldn't, here's the thing. If you couldn't beat out oh, passing, there's a the, lot of schools that he could go play quarterback for, though. I'm saying he, if not he stay, if he stays here, he's not going to play quarterback, right? Because you're not going to sit out the rest of the time you're here. I'm, you know, you know what I'm saying. So like, he's not you, starting next week. No, Cunningham is next it? week. Yeah, I bet you Cunningham no. starts next week. He's not because he's hurt. Oh, yeah. He yeah, that's another thing they didn't show on TV is he got hurt on the last play of the game. Really? Yeah, he got a. Is that who he came up to? The coaching staff came up to at the end of the that game? Was him laying, that was him laying on the ground. I he had to get carted off. Him. It was a sprained ankle, but they said it was a pretty bad sprained ankle. I so, don't want to be mean, but, hey, you can't get carted off for a sprained ankle, bro. Um, I think they thought it was worse, so they didn't want him to walk on it. Yeah, but then have two buddies help you off. Don't get carted off for a no sprained one, see, ankle. You would have never even known unless I told you. Yeah, now you just told me that a dude got carted off the football field for a sprained ankle. Your U of L Cardinals, crazy. And my team got beat by Appalachian uh, man, State. Man, I'm gonna go ahead and say this to you, dude. Say it. We dude. are uh, we are swinging and missing right now for uh, recruits. Satterfield. No basketball. Oh, uh, yeah. First off, hey, don't I, say it. First off, screw UNC because you guys just probably got the player that I wanted the most in this class. Kessler. Outside of no, I don't care about him. Love. Yes. Don't say it. He's going to commit to North Carolina. Don't say it. Don't say what? I'm not going to say what don't say because I don't He's going to, to commit to North Carolina. He canceled his Louisville visit today. Yes, and his Kansas visit. Yeah, he's down to Missouri and North Carolina, and he's going to go to North Carolina. So, well, if you have to choose between those two schools. Uh, hey, duh. Well, here's the, here's the only reason that I would disagree with you. Normally, I would agree with you 100%. Yeah. But he's from St. Louis. Right. That's the only reason he has Missouri left on there. So the only thing you really got to worry about is if Missouri pulls a, hires his por- dad. a Porter family thing and hires his dad again. Yeah. So, um, but back to the Florida State Which Louisville could game. Happen. Louisville did battle back, took a 24 21 lead. 
really had control of the game, had all the momentum in the world. Florida State fans really not looking happy, looking like they were ready to fire Willie Taggart right then and there. Yeah. And then Malik Cunningham throws an interception. And then the next – then two plays later, there's uh, – uh, Satterfield said they called the same play in a row and a person missed the call and blitzed when they weren't supposed to and left the side of the field completely open and the guy got like an 80-yard touchdown without anyone within 50 yards of him. Yeah, that's always good. And then you get the – you're down three. Florida State drives it all the way down to the goal line. You stop them three straight plays. And then their field goal kicker who's missed three kicks on the day kicks the field goal in and then you hit him. Who's supposed to be a captain and a good kicker. Yeah, I mean, his Has brother his brother was on the team a few years ago whenever they got drummed in Cardinal Stadium. Uh, but it's kind of tough to – it was tough to watch because you have a game that you feel like you can still win. You're down four points, their kicker's coming in, and you're like, all right, yeah, it's going to suck that they're going to kick this field goal, but all we have to do is let them kick this field goal it makes the it makes the lead seven. There's still two and a half minutes left. You still got a timeout, and you can kind of you know duck and dodge the bullet for that moment and take the seven point lead. Get the ball back. You still got some momentum, especially if they only get held to a field goal. Their fans really still weren't that happy. Then you run into their their uh, their kicker Agayo after he just made it. Get a roughing the kicker penalty. And then Cam Akers runs it in for a touchdown. So you get the ball back, you start driving down the field again, make a couple boneheaded mistakes, and then the time just runs out pretty much, and then your starting quarterback gets hurt. So, like I said, what does that mean for uh, October 5th against Boston College? Uh, I would guess that Cunningham's still going to be out for that game. I don't know that for sure. I haven't heard that anywhere. Uh, I would say I feel like this may be – the last game of the season that I feel like Louisville would be favored in unless something kind of turned around. But Boston College has looked absolutely atrocious. And that's very surprising with kind of like our predictions for the season. I kind of thought that Boston College would be a better team. But going into the Boston College game, I'm hoping Pass will be back by then. With the severity of his sprained ankle, I would say just two weeks being off, I don't know if, if Cunningham will be back by then. So, um, and that is a game that you all can win. Yes. Will Will you win? I think so. I mean, you come back to the home crowd for the first time in a month. It's our first home game since the game you went to with me. Right. So, um, I think we can do it. Uh, uh, it is a twelve thirty game. So, uh, hopefully, that means our fans won't be too drunk and won't get there late. Man, I was very surprised that you all didn't pull that Florida State game out, though. First yeah. of all, that was a good game to watch. I know that doesn't help you any. But as a non-fan of either team, that was a fun game to watch. There was – have you heard the update on Blackman? Uh, well, I mean, he was up and riding the bike again. And if he tore yeah, his ACL, I mean – He had ice on it. I'm going to be honest with you, man. They're better with Honeybrook uh, anyway. Am I, I was, like, happy that they put Blackman back in, to be honest with you. Yeah. Hornibrook was picking us apart. He was moving out of the pocket and then driving well, right down the field. Blackman came back in but then was out again. They yeah, that's what I'm saying. So they brought Hornibrook in for that one play, and he threw, like, a 30-yard pass. And I was like, oh, God, don't bring that guy back in. Yeah. 
And then he, I think they brought him in again because Blackman got hurt for a minute, and then they brought Blackman back in. Uh, I may be mistaken Blackman, on that. Once Blackman got hurt, they took him into the tent. He never came back in again. Yeah. But he did – Hornerbrook was splitting minutes with him, yeah. But not very – by splitting minutes, he was splitting hairs of minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but that does change that Florida State offense a lot. I mean, I, I was never impressed with Blackman, but you could always see potential with him that just never came to fruition. So, so uh, Tony just shared some more of the rankings. Yeah, little, one, one little, through 11 or uh, 11, 11 through 30. 30. I mean. I'm Little, I'll give you a couple of my surprises. Uh, one, Mike Conley's at 24. I don't think he's that high. Yeah. Um, he's ahead of D'Angelo Russell. True. Jamal Murray and Devin Booker. Second one, true. Third one, no. Devin Booker is better than him. At 20 is Donovan Mitchell. Um, what are you saying? He's too low. No, I'm just I'm just reading the people here. I'm not saying I'm just reading. Donovan's probably too high, and I like Donovan. Uh, Luca's at 16. You, the one who surprised me was Middleton. Middleton's down there. Middleton's at like 60 or something like that. I thought he was in the 40s because he was right he there. He, he was right there in front of Clay Thompson. In fr- oh, okay. Because Clay Thompson was 49. Yeah, I think he was, he was like 46 was or 45, something like that. Yeah, that could be true. McCollum's at 13. Gobert at 14. So I mean it's an interesting list because you got Russell Westbrook at twelve. Don't I wouldn't say that I agree with that. Yeah. I don't know. But uh coming up this week, uh you said you probably wouldn't be able to make it, but it'd be cool if you could. But uh Friday is Louisville Live. All they're doing is pumping it up on the radio, man. Like they keep they won't tell anything other than, you know, they're gonna have the three point shootout, they're gonna have the dunk contest like last year. Yeah. Um and you know what time it starts. But they're saying that people are going to be blown away by the celebrities that are gonna be at or by the people that will be at this game. Or at this thing. Teaser alert? Yeah. Uh I mean my guess is I'm just throwing a couple guesses out there. I have no before anyone says, Oh, do you BJ Cato. No. Donovan Mitchell, I wouldn't be surprised if he's there. Of course. Um Jack Harlow, I wouldn't be surprised if he's there. Yeah, are you saying that just because of his radio thing the other day? No, but that was awesome. He um, hung up on a guy. That was awesome. Sway was not impressed. No, he just didn't know what was going on. Um, but the other one, um, I'm not going to say the other one because I just I heard it as a rumor, and I don't want to just start a rumor. Well, I thought this is people you were guessing were going to be um, there. So are you going to guess that they're going to be there? Or I'm guessing those two. I, Lamar definitely won't be there because Lamar's got a game on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, but And plus Lamar's a football player. I thought you said celebrities. When are you going to start naming celebrities? If Donovan Mitchell shows up, they'd be pretty big. Um, but, I mean, those are two that – I mean, it'd be cool if Bryson Tiller showed up too. Adam Sandler. Dude, have you seen the trailer for his new movie? No, I don't think I have. Hey, I'm going to have to send it to you because I think you're going to like it as well. Yeah. Got 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Yeah. that I I was intrigued because I like Sandler, but it also has The Weeknd in it. Yeah. He's doing movies now? This is the first movie he's been in. But uh, he plays himself, though. So. That typically doesn't lead to a long movie career. No. But, I mean, Michael Jordan played himself in Space Jam's, uh, you know, famous movie. Which didn't lead to a long movie career. 
Michael didn't, Jordan really didn't want to move. Granted, maybe no. The Weeknd doesn't either. But so speaking th- about Michael Jordan, did you see he sold part of the? Uh, Which he should. Charlotte team. Oh my goodness. But uh, the movie looks movie looks dope. I'll send you the trailer for it. Nice. So Louisville Live is going to be Friday. I'm, I'll be heading down there. Tony's going to be going with me. Uh, Tony Hicks may be going with me. Uh, There's your celebrity. Yeah. I was texting with him. He wants to he wants to come back on before he leaves. Good. Uh, he's looking probably end of October. So that's a that's another guest we'll have back on, which uh, we'll tie Daniel Grimes as well. One of the uh, other guys who we were playing with with Tony just signed a pro deal, but somewhere out in uh, Seattle. Hmm. I'll have to look into it. Joe, I forget Joe's last name, but Joe went to Fern Creek and then played at IUS. He's like my height, six seven ish. Maybe even a little bit taller, maybe a little bit shorter. I know who that is, but I can't think of his last name. He's got a lot of bounce, and he's improved his jump shot drastically. But It's like player. a, like not to be mean, but it's like a really basic name. I think Book is what, I don't know why Joe Book is standing out. Maybe I, because we said Joe Buck earlier. I feel like it's like Joe Smith or something basic like that. I forget. I feel bad for not knowing Joe. Sorry, Joe, but. I don't know, but. Uh, I can't wait to do to go to Louisville Live. Louisville Live was a blast last year, and it's only going to be bigger and better this year. I, I mean, obviously, they're talking it up way more than they did last year. Yeah. Uh, it was a big recruiting tool for us. I was going to say, uh, if you're Chris Mack, that's what you want to do. Yeah. I mean, we did just lose Caleb Love, and uh, as we were recording, I saw we lost Zach Loveday, which is the kid we watched right. uh, play for Huntington. He just committed to Baylor. Don't really know why he committed to Baylor, but hey, you know, to each their own. It's their future. They're they paying the, more. Huh? What? Probably. Um, but, I mean, we have a lot of visitors coming in for Louisville Live. Uh, one of the kids that we watched, Jamin Brakefield, will be here. Um, we have Jay Scrub, the kid from Trinity, which is the pl- kid that played with Day Day last year. Right. Um, who else we got? We got a lot of lot I of hear players. Scrubs going draft. There's the rumor is it's Louisville or the draft. I could see it. That's that's what the rumor is. I I think it's dependent on what he's going to be picked. You know what I mean? What they're advising him to do. I don't. They, from what I've heard, his dad said it doesn't matter. It's wherever his heart is. It doesn't. But if if he says he's going to the NBA and they tell him he's going to be drafted in the second round, he's going to the NBA. It doesn't matter. Yeah. He's just going to go. I mean, with, to, with the a, way today's basketball is, man, it doesn't really matter where you're drafted anymore. If you're drafted at the yes front of the no. first, if drafted at the front of the second round, a lot of times you can get guarantees with guys like Mitchell Robinson and. Um, but forget the guarantee; you can earn your spot. But it's all about yeah. situation where you go more sure. so, which you can't control. Like you have no clue when you're going to go. Yeah. Yeah, like Mitchell Robinson definitely fell into a great position for himself. Other than the fact that the Knicks are terrible, but he got to showcase his talents. He was on the top 100 list. I like Mitchell Robinson. I, I, he was my draft steal a couple years ago by the from where the Knicks got him. I thought Mitchell Robinson was fantastic. Brooke Lopez was lower than him than AK. They ranked him better, and I, I would consider switching those two. Brooke Lopez does not really impress me. His three-point shot is pretty impressive now, but – yeah. Brook Lopez definitely had a couple good years in Brooklyn, uh, but, yeah, but he was his, a different player. Yeah, than, and his that offense he was fell so off really different. fast because of injuries. He could stay healthy there for a little bit. You know, the Lakers kind of overpaid him, and he, he went had a good and game this nothing. year for Milwaukee in the playoffs. I he did. What he he yeah. went crazy that one game. Yeah, but I guess that moves us to our power moves, man. How many how many power moves you got? A. You got just one. Yes. 
Well, I'll do two. I'll do one of mine first, then. Okay. So my first one is uh, you just stole the, the Thunder for. Good. Jack you know Har what? Jack Harlow. Yeah. Hanging up on that UK fan. If you didn't see it, look it up. It has a little colorful, colorful language in it. But he's on Sway in the Morning. A guy calls in, says he's from Kentucky. He's like, yo, that's awesome. And he's like, man, it's great to see you. No, no, no. He no, said, you know what you know the vibe the, is. Yeah, but I'm, I'm explaining it for the people that don't know what he's saying. Well, I don't know what he's saying. You obviously do. I just explained it to you. You know what the vibe is. Yeah, you know what the vibe is. And the guy's like, it's great to see you representing uh, I think Louisville. the vibe is that you're a dum-dum? No. Okay. He's not that dumb because he's making uh, a lot of money right now. I wish you would have bought us cluckers that time he was there with us. Who? Jack Harlow. Was there a guy that looked like him or something? Yeah. So, cluckers is trash, dude. I'm so tired of hearing cluckers. Cluckers is trash. I can't explain why, but I won't be going back to cluckers. It's terrible. Their food's not good. Yeah. It's just not in the, the you you put the nail in the coffin for me when they did that stuff to you. Yeah, but the, their food is mediocre at best. If I, I'll make the drive to Roosters every time. I did actually go Sunday evening, and I did actually have a chicken sandwich, and it was actually only seven ninety nine with French fries, and the chicken sandwich was actually surprisingly good. The French fries were not impressive, but I I won't be going back anytime soon. Are you gonna tell us why? There isn't any specific reason why that I want to allude to, but seven ninety nine is not a bad deal for a good chicken sandwich. I mean, I'd rather just eat one of Popeyes. I got their hot sauce on there, and their hot sauce isn't very hot. Yeah, so the guy calls in says, I'm glad to see you representing for the city of Louisville. We just need to get you in some of that cat's gear. You know what the vibe is. And he says, what? He says, we need to get him in some of that. This is where the guy messed up. He said, he we need to get you in it. some of the, the Lexington cat's gear. And he says, no, cut this off. Again, I said there's colorful language. He obviously didn't say those exact words. But he said, let's cut this off. And then Sway's like, what was that? He said, no, he's trying, I'm a Louisville fan. He's trying to get me in some Kentucky gear. No. And then Sway started laughing because I still don't think he knows what that means. No. But that's His brother, one Sal Masakela, would have understood, though. <laughs> I played basketball with Sal. Not terrible. Another weird flex, your second one of the day. I'm not flexing, bro. That's I'm a weird just, flex, yeah. No, have you the, played basketball with Sal Masakela? No. Okay. That's why I said it's a weird flex because I guarantee you 75% of the people that listen to this do not know who Sal Masakela are, is. Oh, come on. You're underselling Sal's career. Sal's a very – Let's be honest. I'm going to go ahead and give away what he is. What does Sal Masakela do other than the X Games? X Games. That's it. <laughs> so how can the, if people see snowboarding, they're like, I don't care about this. Change the channel. They don't know who Sal Masakela is. Sal Masakela is a great one. I'm not disagreeing with you that Sal Masakela is good. I'm just saying there's going to be a lot of people that don't know who he is. Yeah, especially not by the name. Like, yeah. if you saw him, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I know that dude. Yeah, he was on TRL. Well, okay, that's cool knowledge. No, I'm just saying because you, you would think he's sway Weird flex, is what I was bro. saying. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, they are brothers. That's why I was They're saying. They're not brothers. I, I don't think they are, but they could be related. Yeah. And if Sway is as good as Sal in basketball, Sal was surprisingly decent. Like one of those guys you're like, oh, you've actually probably played. Go commentate on the X Games, and then by night you come and hoop. My gotcha. <laughs> so what's your power move? So you mentioned stealing power moves. Well, you actually stole part of mine, but mine was encompassing the UMC commit party. 
So mine was more so Walker Kessler committing. No one cares. The seven-footer who they showed game tape of Luke May to him and said this is what you could be except for a better version, which is very promising to us. Um, number 15 national player, the third best player at that position, which is the center position. We also signed Daron Sharp, which is the Well, let's be honest. You guys did not sign either one of those guys. Hard commit. You got commitments from both of those. Hard commit on Daron Sharp and Walker Kessler verbally committed. So, They're both hard commits. But the Dayron, I think there was something to it that was actually He probably just said I'm not gonna I'm not gonna visit anywhere else. Kessler probably just didn't mention anything about it. Kessler's not gonna go anywhere else. No. I mean, yeah. Duke jumped into it way too late. Uh, yeah, he had a lot of – I mean, he could have gone to the major schools that he wanted to. Well, I mean, you you guys are a major school. I know I give you crap about UNC all the time, but you guys are a blue blood as well. No, we're the number one school of all time in the history of NCAA athletics. Yeah, I think UCLA and, K and Kentucky would probably have something to say about that. But Okay, we're coming for that ship, bro. Championships are what we do, and we're coming for another one. Bring us the ships. Bring us. So, anyways. So, what was the other part of this? Caleb Love canceling his visit to U of L and Kansas. Well, I didn't. I, I still have a beef, but. Well, uh, I'm alleging that potentially he could know of allegations against U of L. There's nothing here, dude. That's why you're he, digging. He lumped it in to the Kansas equation and was not going. You there. were worried for about three days, weren't you? I wouldn't say worry. You were worried for three days because if he came to Louisville Live, it was over for you all. No. Yes. No, if no. he came to Louisville Live Instead, and you know people started going? chanting his name like they did Aiden the Gahans last year, because Aiden the Gahans said the reason he came to Louisville was because of Louisville Live. Yeah. Because they said he said it was so crazy about people having the Irish flag and people chanting his name and like he was like, dude, this is nuts. If Caleb Love would have been at Louisville Live, Caleb Love would have been in Louisville Card uniform. Next season. And guess what? Kessler is going to be better than a Gahan. Kessler is also ranked like 75 higher spots. Yeah, so that's not my problem. And is this going to be all time or is this going to be college careers? All time. And college career. I'll take it. I'll take that bet. Yeah. You can take it. You can take it to the bank is where you can hey, take it. Go ahead, man. I've, I've seen Zeller brothers that are ranked pretty high as well that really were stellar players there for North Carolina and Indiana and the NBA and Notre Dame. Not really that great of players. Tyler was a phenomenal asset for North Carolina. Yeah, how'd they do? He did pretty well. Did he? When he was at North Carolina. Did he? As I mentioned earlier, because of a little thing called the rim run. Yeah. He's the king of the rim run. Did he win a run. title? Okay, that's what, I, that's what I thought. You stop it. I'm just saying, man. Sean May. What about Sean May? What about him? What about him? He's Raymond a, Felton. Rashawn you just named two chubby guys. It's like naming me off. Well, I wouldn't say it's exactly like that. But, I mean, you should If Raymond them. Felton goes to get his physical, you think the doctor's like, you should probably lose a few pounds. Like no. every time he gets physical. Of the gold off his neck. He's actually got an interview with the Houston Rockets this week. For what? Waterboy. I guess. All right, so my other power move. Hopefully it's better than the first two because we're – we've ruined each other's power moves. Oh, no, dude. It's funny that you say that because you come at my throat with yours and yeah. I come at your throat with mine. 
ese vato. You see who got eliminated from the playoffs last night? No, in I didn't. Major see League it. Baseball? I didn't see it. Might be a team that you maybe have tatted on you, bro. I don't believe in tattoos. With a, with a player named Mr. Bryce Hopper. Oh, I'm going to go get the money at Philadelphia, and then I'm not going to make the playoffs, and I'm going to get eliminated by the Nationals. Are the Nationals going to make Have the playoffs? Have fun watching from home, Bryce Harper, you bum. Are the Nationals going to make the playoffs? We've already clinched the playoff spot, bro. Well, that was a simple that, yes. That game eliminated you all and clinched one for us. We've already clinched the wild card. Woo. So the only, other, the only other thing that can change is that second place could go to either the Cubs or most likely the Brewers. The Cubs are five games back with five games left, I think. The only thing that could change is he get another week's rest instead of losing in the first round. Who? Bryce and Harper. Bryce, Bryce and, the, and the Phillies are bums. Congratulations going to the city of brotherly bums and sitting at home watching the game. Because Washington – have a price put on your head if you can – I don't care. Off. I don't care. He should have never – he should never stuck his nose up to a franchise that loved him. So I, – I would take the contract he took. I, you don't think that the Nationals were going to pay him? Not that amount. They were going to pay him a good amount and they were giving him a better chance of winning a World Series than where he's at now. If they would have paid that amount, he would have signed with them. Think about this, man. True or false? I didn't say that they would pay him more. I said you got to no, think No, I that said if they would have paid him that amount. So it doesn't have to be more, same amount. First off, he signed a terrible contract anyway. For? For He signed a, a 10-year, $300 million contract with no clauses in it at all. Okay. There's no trade clause. There's no early – there's nothing. Yeah, because he's – Getting $300 million for 10 years of work. Yeah. So, therefore, when he retires in eight years, he's still going to get paid for the next He's not two. going to get paid for those. Yes. Because you if you don't work out your contract, you're not going to get paid. Yes, he will. No. Yeah. Plus, he's not going to retire in eight years cut, anyway. He's still getting paid. You realize that, dude? Money. You realize that, guys? No, that's the other part of it. It wasn't guaranteed Some money. Some of it's got to be guaranteed. So, you realize that dude's still only like 24 or 25. He ain't retiring in the next eight years unless he gets hurt. Yeah, with $300 million, I retire. He doesn't have it. Here's the thing, and I know you know this, but he uh-huh. just signed in the dotted line and getting $300 million right off the bat. That Your manager happening. gets 20%. Yeah, I'm not even stating that. I'm Your just saying he's, he's not signing that and then 50%. just getting all the money at one time. Of course not. Yeah, he, he gets game checks and all that stuff. Yeah, you're, uh, it's like I said, your taxes get probably 50% in that bracket. So you're already down to 150. Your manager gets 20%. So you're down another 60 there. So you're down to 90 million. And that's just after taxes and your manager. Then you've got seven ex-wives. <laughs> he's just got one money. he's got one wife. One wife. He's married. Yeah. He's he's I mean you got to think he's only like 24, 25. And yeah, I'm he's, surprised he's married. What's he doing? What's wrong with him? I think he's been with this girl since like high school. So it's kind of like the T.I. and Tiny thing where it's like, you know, this girl's been with me from the beginning. That was a good comparison because that worked out well. Thank yeah, they just, got, they just got divorced recently, I think. What was it, like Floyd, two years ago or something? Yeah. Floyd Mayweather might have something to do with that. <laughs> so, I guess that moves us to our beef unless you have another uh, power move. No. You mm. were very disrespectful, and I do not appreciate yeah. that. Have fun sitting at home, Phillies, you bums. I won't have fun, but I will be sitting at home. 
So, so you want to go first on beef or you want me to go? My beef you already ruined earlier. And so I mentioned to you, and I told you before the episode what it was, and you still ruined it. When did I, I – you didn't tell me what your beef was. Well, whatever. You told me what your power move was. Zion or no. Williamson. Or no, you did tell me this. Was ranked 42nd best player in the NBA mm-hmm. on that ESPN list. And I get ESPN is just projecting it, but you mentioned a couple of players who he was ranked over. People by the likes of Jalen Brown. Clay Thompson, DeMar DeRozan, Aaron Gordon, Miles Turner, and Kevin Love. To me, Zion has great potential in the NBA. He's got a great upside. He is an undersized power forward. He does have supreme athleticism. But to rank him as the 42nd best player in the NBA, Chris Middleton was another name I left off that list who was on there, blew me away. They also have your boy. Lonzo Ball at 68, which shocked me he was that high as well, too. Why why is Lonzo Ball my boy? Lonzo Ball is Tony Robinson's boy. You're a big fan of Lonzo. I'm not. I like their show. I've self-admitted that on multiple occasions. I stopped watching for a while, and then I got back on the bandwagon of watching the show again probably within the last month or so. I like the show, but I haven't watched it. Tony has defended this guy tooth and nail. And, like, this guy – I'm like, Tony, why are you defending this guy? A guy can't shoot over 45% from the free throw line. Which Currently. Is, uh, no, career. Yeah. That's terrible, dude. He's only played two years. 1.5 years, maybe. Yeah, because yeah. the shoes. Must, <laughs> must be the shoes. Got to be the shoes. But, yeah, it surprised me he was ranked 68th as well, too. Um, Zion, let me give you some more perspective on this as well, too. Okay is ranked one spot behind a little-known guy by the name of LaMarcus Aldridge. Would have loved to have him at the Cavs, by the way. Um, Two spots below. Actually, this guy is not a widely known guy, but I think you will know him, and I love him. Nikola Vucevic for the Orlando Magic, one of the best offensive-minded centers in the NBA. Five spots behind a guy by the name of Al Horford and nine spots behind a guy who I think is a top 25 NBA player in Victor Oladipo. You did say that this a lot of this had to do with uh, what they thought their what they thought they would do this season. Is Oladipo fully healthy? The projection readings that I read, where they give you an explanation, all mentioned that it seemed as if it would be projections for the season. Yeah. So Oladipo is not 100% healthy, but he will be back this season. Gotcha. Uh, so uh, my beef, I'm actually going to defend somebody that I dislike in mine. Ooh. So two weeks ago, uh, Teddy Bridgewater did not look very good in the game for the Saints. Uh, they lost. He looked overwhelmed. Did not play well. Correct. Was then badgered on TV by um, somebody that I consider a clown. And this week, uh, that same person badgered Baker Mayfield. Oh. And uh, You enjoyed that thoroughly, didn't you? Here's where the tides are going to change a little bit. <laughs> that person's name is Rex Ryan. Oh, Rexy boy. Rex Ryan uh, said, quote, I think Baker Mayfield is overrated as hell. He said that. <laughs> Did you have to quote it? Oh, yeah, I had to. It's like I, a three-sentence word there. It's typical Rex. Uh, he said Teddy Bridgewater is terrible. 
and that he has uh, zero chance of leading a team to a victory in the NFL. He has no – was he said something like he has no uh, – what's the word I'm looking for? Mental fortitude. He might have said that. It's kind of a cool thing to say. He said he had uh, no right to be starting in the NFL. Oh, undeservingly so. So – I thought he looked decent. He looked Minnesota. very good in the, in the second. Oh, in Minnesota, yes. Yeah. And I think Teddy could get a. I mean, he just had to settle in. He wasn't ready for the starting position. He didn't expect Breezy. Again, that's not an excuse. He should have played better. No, but let's keep it real. You see backup quarterbacks when they're thrown into the fire and they've got a starter who is not expected to not be a starter. Yeah. You see it go one of two ways. You never see him be middle of the road. You either see him shine and yeah. try to strive to Tom take Brady. that position. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I put Bledsoe as. You know. uh, Bledsoe was not coming off that field unless he got hurt. Right. But I, yeah, I don't think I said great, but I, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But the other opposite side of that coin is they just are not ready to play that evening, and they did not show up prepared to play that evening, and I think that's what happened to Teddy. Yeah. Or he just had a bad game, which happens to all of us. So, um, Baker Mayfield clapped back with, ah, whatever. In the wise words of Freddie Kitchens, if you don't wear orange and brown, you don't matter. And Rex Ryan doesn't have any colors on right now for a reason, so it's okay. <laughs> so, to me, uh, it's kind of hard to take anything Rex Ryan says seriously because the dude has a tattoo of Mark Sanchez on his arm. For you drafted reason. Mark Sanchez number one overall, which there was a lot of people that ranked him that high, so I can't really fault you at that because there's a lot of people that would have done the same thing. But you rode him through the butt fumble and everything. Butt fumbles happen. No. How many butt fumbles have you seen? You've seen one. Two. I think he had to happen again. I'm, I, basically, what I'm saying is I'm not taking anything you say because you have a tattoo of Mark Sanchez on your arm. Who didn't play bad for the Philadelphia Eagles for a while. Mark Sanchez is trash. Came I'm, in and gave us some meaningful minutes, and I appreciate that, Mark. Come on the podcast. If he wants to come on the podcast, that's fine. I'm not getting him tattooed on my arm, though. I'm not either. Let's yeah. make that clear. Yeah. If he is going to come on the podcast, I'm not getting him tattooed on my arm. If he's not coming on the podcast, I'm not getting him tattooed on my arm. So we're not getting him tattooed on our arm. Now, my tuchus, I mean, there's some free space down there. That's I'm not getting him tattooed on me anywhere. No, I'm not either. But that seems like a good tuchus tat. No, there's no such thing. As a tuchus tat? There's no such thing as a good one. As a good Mark Sanchez tattoo or a good Tukas tat? You're you just confused. want to keep saying that. There's no, no such I'm thing confused. as a good butt tat. Oh, okay. There's no such thing. You know, I'm going to be honest. I haven't seen a ton of them, so it's hard to critique Tukas tats. How many butt tattoos do you want to see? Well, I don't All right, know. I rest my case. I know. So, guys, I I'm glad. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode because we don't need to delve into that anymore because I can see the wheels turning over there. So. Jessica Beal shouted to seventh heaven. Oh, my goodness. Guys, hopefully you enjoyed the episode. Took us tats. We covered a lot there. Um, Jeez. Are you okay? I am, man. I'm glad you got here early today, man. Yeah, I appreciate that. I'm glad, too, because I almost ran over the guy hanging from the power lines. What uh, picture did you picture Jessica Beals took us tat being? 
So, guys, keep liking, keep sharing. We should have a guest that I just mentioned. Tony said he wants to come back on. Hey, what was that Adam Sandler movie where he was a fireman? I'm not. I don't know. Come on, you know. Seriously, no, I, I really don't. This is important. It was a good movie. Is that the, what about Bob or something like no, that? No, uh, Chuck and Larry. I now pronounce Chuck you Chuck and Larry. Yeah. So I've never seen that? the movie though. Honestly, oh, I've never seen the movie. I just it. remembered. Yeah, that's where he's like, "Oh, gross." Yeah, I remember the clip. I've seen the clip. Oh, what did you watch the clip for? But because they showed it on the trailer. No. I and think, I rewound the trailer. I think you were watching on ill. We need to get websites. over this, BJ, because we Listen. know we got people that have their kids in the car. We don't need to talk about this stuff. Jessica Biel is a historian. No, she's not. She's an actress that's married to Justin Timberlake. Oh, so you're that's lu- you're lusting after someone's no, married. No, I'm not lusting. I'm just saying it'd be cool to see a Tukestat. But let let me serious note. Serious note. I watched Jack Reacher one and two. You know because you said you weren't going to watch them. Those aren't don't, bad movies. Don't even know what they are. You know a little bit about. I really d- couldn't tell you. if you told me three actors. I couldn't tell you the person that's in Jack Reacher. You don't know the guy who's in Mission Impossible? I'm saying if you said, hey, name which one of these three actors is in Jack Reacher, I couldn't tell you who it was. Who's the guy who's in Mission Impossible? Uh, Tom Cruise. Okay, so you, you couldn't name Tom Cruise? No, I'm saying if you said, all right, Mark Wahlberg, Tom Cruise, or uh, Jason Statham, which one's in Jack Reacher? If you wouldn't have told me the Mission Impossible thing, I wouldn't have been able to tell you who's in Jack Reacher. Well, let me do this. Uh, Tom Cruise, um, Daniel Glover, and Medea from Medea's house party. Did you just say Daniel Glover? Yeah, Danny Glover. Daniel. I know him by Daniel personally. Daniel Glover? But and then it, you just said Medea when it's Medea? Yeah. Dude. I thought you watched movies on the reg, man. I turned the sound off because movies are better without the sound on when you can make them say what you want to say. Furrow, have you ever tried that? If I'm if I have to turn the sound off on a movie, I'm not watching the movie. I also watched The Mayans, which is a good TV show. I've enjoyed that thoroughly. I started the TV show with Jeremy Saturday. What? Uh, the Haunting at Hill House. Ball pass. Yeah, you get scared. So if it says haunting, yeah, all so hard um, pass. for those of you that have watched it, please don't text me or message me and ruin what happens in it because I'm finishing this other show. I'll probably finish it tomorrow and what's, what's the other show 13 reasons why hard pass yeah i mean there's i'll a lot give of you 13 reasons why i won't watch that <laughs> you finally was what are we on episode, episode 108 and you finally bring a good joke to the table it's Thank only been you. like like 50 episodes and you finally bring a good i didn't joke. have that one written down you didn't maybe that's what you need to start doing man just go like be rabbit dude right off top of the dome cheddar bob you yeah you are cheddar bob i told you thank you so, guys, I finally got BJ to be quiet about the thing. So, we're going to end the episode here. Um, keep liking, keep sharing. Uh, I tell you what, we'll, let's bring out that bracket, a, a new bracket soon. Yeah. We got, I think we had a couple things we wanted to do or that we had uh, that we were going in between. Are we going to do the vote for the bracket? I think we bring out the one that we were going to bring the guest on to announce. You want to do that one? I don't even remember <laughs> That's probably good that you don't remember. I'll tell you after. Yeah. But we'll do that one because that person really, you met them, and they were really upset that we hadn't had them on yet. It was two or three weeks ago. Right. Do you remember what I'm talking about now? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Once I said that, you were like, oh, yeah, now I remember. He he texted and apologized to me, by the way. Uh Uh-oh. 
Because he was like, I'm, I felt like I was rude, and I didn't mean to be rude. Oh, man. Yeah, so. I have no clue what you're talking about. You don't know what situation <laughs> I'm talking after the Louisville game when we were walking out of the parking lot. Oh. Yeah, you remember now? My, don't we, say who it was. He was going to be on here to uh, Yeah, we him. talked about that when we were at the fireworks store to announce that certain bracket that we were talking about. Well, I don't remember that bracket, but okay. Sounds good. So, guys, keep liking, keep sharing. Um, it's a good podcast right there. Could be, potentially. Oh. Um, you guys play this week? North Who? Carolina? Uh, I forget. Louisville's off this week. We played the bye. My cellular's dead. Um, I don't know who you guys play if you do. I think I we guess do I could, play. I just forget to look. I guess I could look it up for you. I'll be okay. Louisville, Louisville has a bye week this week with Boston College coming in next week. Oh, yeah, I probably forget about that Clemson. game, Clemson. It is Clemson. Yeah. I forgot about that because it's 26-and-a-half point spread. Yeah, they bumped it up to 27. But That's not that many points. We'll see. It's, at, it's in North Carolina, which is the same – or I guess that's a different state because Clemson's in South Carolina. But. Okay, I'm going to tell you this right now. We're going to get down big early, and then we're going to come back for the cover. Why don't you make that your lock of the week? Okay. 37 and a half points. 27. I know. My lock of the week was 37 and a half points. Mm-hmm. And Ole Miss, unfortunately, is comparable, if not better, than North Carolina, which hurts me deeply. I to hate say. to say this, but I would say they're, with what they did last week, they're probably better. Potentially. And then Alabama is comparable, if not worse, than Clemson. I could agree with that. Yeah. So, logic says to take Ole Miss in the 37 and a half. Not a bad bet. We'll but, find out. But, guys, keep liking, keep sharing. We'll keep pumping these out. Um, have a good weekend, BJ. Good luck with your car shopping. Hopefully you find something soon, man. Thank you, because if not, I'm going to buy a Greyhound. <laughs> if any of you guys know of a good place to look, shoot us a message. Maybe. If any of you have free vehicles that you need me to be your sugar daddy, then – for the right woman, I'd be happy to drive her vehicle. There you go. And hopefully it's a snowplow. Winners I are thought, coming. See, I, here's the thing, man. I thought I could end this earlier before Winners you said something. I'm going to make some money. Jeez, dude. I've been thinking about it. But, guys, keep liking, keep sharing. Keep giving us ideas. We need to open the mailbag back open, man. Yeah, we got to get do. some questions. Why hasn't the mail been back open? I don't know, man. I da da ba da Brian sent us that question. That we could we could talk about that next episode. Listen, you keep saying things that I don't know. He tagged you in it, the uh, Lamelo Ball thing. No, I put that out there. You shared he, it, and then yeah. Ryan tagged you in the question. With, oh, Ryan! I thought you said Brian. No, Ryan My asked hearing. the question of I, did we think that he was a star, a potential star, or he's overhyped. And I gave a great analytical answer. Yeah, you pretty much just took what I said and just added a little bit more to it. No way, Jose. But, come on, you didn't have the Weissman breakdown of being similar. I said you took what I said and added a little bit more to it. A lot a bit better to it. You but said I, the Weissman thing after someone uh, said that said something else. And my then buddy you, Adrian. Yeah, that was when you brought the Weissman noise. Who, as usual, is wrong again. <laughs> hopefully he listens i hope so too yeah i hope i get to beat him in basketball again here soon <laughs>
But guys, keep liking, keep sharing. I've said that five times. Uh, and as always, beef out. Peace.